Yo, good to be back, people. Sorry about the wait. Not really a wait. Trail Sav. Here. All right, we all here. We all accounted for. We're going to start things off. If you uh, listen to us, this is the basketball side of the show. So we got a lot to hit. So I will recommend probably an hour fast forward if you just want to stick to the wrestling. But basketball going to be a fun topic of discussion because we got some violence that was involved this week to discuss anyway. So if you want to stay tuned for that, do so. If you're watching us, you already know what it is. It's the NBA portion of Threes of Fring Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel, you tweaking media. Follow us on Twitter at 3S from the Rain. But let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, biggest news this week before we get into our of uh, we preview the Western Conference as an entity. Um Draymond Green versus Jordan Poole. I almost called that man something else. But Draymond Green versus Jordan Poole, if you don't know what this is or what happened, and that means you sleep under the rock or you really don't care about anything that goes on in Golden State, which means you really hate that team. But Draymond Green knocked out Jordan Poole, pretty much. And it got the whole world going, got the whole world rocking. Even Trey Young saying Draymond really trying to get to L.A., which is wild as hell to say. But at first, we only heard originally – yeah, Draymond and Jordan Poole got, got – well, Draymond punched Jordan Poole. No video, nothing. Swept under the rug. Then somebody in the Warriors camp said, this video coordinator job ain't enough. I'm not about to become Eric Spolstra and get a job become a head coach out of this shit. Steve Kerr here for life. So, TMZ, how much you going to offer me so uh, uh, leak this video? TMZ probably gave that man a decent little uh, six-figure uh, six number, maybe seven. Might even cover his lawyer fees when the Warriors uh, sue that nigga. But gave him a nice little number. Dude said, here you go. Next thing we know, it's on TMZ. Shit busting. <laughs> and we see Draymond walk up to Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, he's all, like, he's all in his face talking – doing Draymond shit. Probably his breath stank for all we know. We don't know. Jordan Poole pushed him. Well, he pushed off him. Because when he pushed Draymond, Draymond did not move. Jordan Poole went flying. And then in the process of Jordan Poole going flying, pushing Draymond, Draymond Superman punched him and he proceeded to get knocked the fuck out. Straight up. And that, and then at that point, everybody well, primarily the coaches and maybe staff immediately tried to break them up. None of the players, staff, Clay, all them niggas were just over there to the side like, oh, damn, for real? All right, cool. And from there, chaos uh, leaks. Everybody's like, yo, this changes everything. Which, yes, it does. When you add video, a visual to a story where you didn't have a visual to, things look worse. 
and you get a lot of bad takes, especially from people who never played a competitive sport or been in an organized sport, even in the most amateur of levels. Teammates fight. It just happens. We is we training camp. NFL training camp was literally six, seven weeks ago, and I could go on NFL Network right now. Go go on NFL uh, Twitter. I mean YouTube and find training camp fights. It gets promoted, but NBA niggas is different. So, uh, my initial thoughts is Draymond wrong. Yeah, you shouldn't punch a teammate. Jordan Poole wrong. I don't know, but we've been hearing reports before the punch. That Jordan Poole, back then, big-headed, brand new and shit. Draymond, he's the heart and soul of the Warriors. He's going to probably get niggas in line. That's what he do. So, it happens. Now, am I going to sit and say they shouldn't fight? It happens. I, Me playing high school football, teammates fought. I've almost gotten to, I got into a couple on-the-field practice scruffles. We move on, we shake hands, and we play football the next day. Plain and simple. I heard it happened at Curie's basketball team. I've heard my fair share of stories. Niggas went on to play basketball and did their thing. It happens in college. It happens in the pros. Mike, we, we, we champion Michael Jordan for beating up Steve Kerr. <laughs> we champion Mike for beating up his teammates. We champion Kobe for being a bully to his teammates. Locker room fights happen. It's just when you get a visual, it looks nasty. It is what it is. It's being blown up. It should be because... It's the Warriors and NBA. I think I think if the video hadn't have dropped and it, it was if the video didn't exist, I think this would would have blown over a little bit quicker, but because that video dropped it it exponentially blew this shit up. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like if the video didn't exist, we would would have been moved on. Uh, I don't even think that. And not to say I think just because it's the Warriors, we didn't move on. Any other but I also there? think it's because of the stigmatism around Draymond, too. That too. I don't even think that. I just think it's literally the Warriors coming off of a chip and the tight-knit group that they have. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think it's, I think the only other team that will have that much publicity over somebody getting punched is the, the Lakers. Lakers. The Lakers. But other than that, I think it's just the Warriors coming off a chip. You know, no bad press whatsoever the Warriors ever get. Last time they got a bad press... KD Achilles came off the bone, so like that's how I see it. Um, Cause even when the Woj bomb came out, it was trending. Mm-hmm. So usually, if like he just gets suspended every time, be like, um, if it wasn't a meme with um, what is that dude name? Uh, Charleston White. You know what? No, no. What? If it wasn't a meme. With um, I'm trying the Hornets dude who beat up his chick. Oh, oh Miles uh, Bridges. Miles Bridges. If you wanted to mean Miles Bridges, we wouldn't have forgot about it. Now, folks still would have been banned from the league, like he's shadow banned now, but we wouldn't have forgot about it. Um, I just think that with it being like, you know, of course Draymond, but also when it being just the Warriors itself, and then people start making the you know Jordan Poole is in the contract here. He gonna, you know, narratives is about to spin. Narratives about to spin all season. Yeah. Such and such have a bad game. Um. So the minute one of them don't pass the ball to each other, they're like, "Oh yeah, this it's not it's not gonna be the same." When Draymond shoots that game winner, when Jordan pull wide fuck open. Now, now Draymond said he's dealing with stuff off the court. Yeah. 
Right. Nigga, you yeah. cheat on your wife. He just that's got married. That's the crazy thing. He just got married. Yeah, but I'm like, my thing is you just got married. So it's like, bro, just key word in this just like literally a month ago, we was just talking about, oh, LeBron and Steph in a picture together. <laughs> like, uh, that's so weird. I know. But, um, yeah, I just think I, I the punch itself is fucking hilarious. It is. Uh, people calling it a sucker punch. Ain't no such thing as a sucker punch unless you push me. Ain't nothing sucker coming next, bro. Exactly. You should. You should you, expect you should have been prepared. a punch. Something's right. coming. Like exactly. something's coming. Like, like the I got into a fight at elementary school. Dude pushed me. I hit him back. Yeah. What the fuck? Right. He was expecting Same thing. Same thing. It'd been like different if, pushed- if he pushed Jordan Poole. Or if he didn't push him and Jordan Poole just walked up, walked up when he ran and up on him and he, turned around, yeah, then he might hit him in the back of the head or something. Yeah. yeah, that's a sucker punch. Or if, um, if, uh, he, like, say for instance, if he punched him, just ran up and punched him out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, and Jordan Poole didn't get a chance to defend himself. Yeah, that's, that's a sucker, a sucker punch. Point. But Jordan Poole pushed him in his face. That ain't no sucker punch. Some people don't like to be bitched. Just what it is. Some people hate that. Some people hate feeling like I, I just got bitched. So, it is what it is. Yep. But I definitely agree with the sucker punch angle. Like, it it just made me feel like, even Steven Jackson said that, I'm like. I'm beginning to think Steven Jackson about to get his hood card taken away, bro. Look, look, that's that's why I said that. I'm like, that's why I've been putting an asterisk more Wait, on so he on said he was sucker punch too? Yes, yes. That's why I'm like, nigga, you, you can't be this, I'm the hood of the NBA and then be like, nigga, what? That's that's why I put an asterisk next to that nigga hood card, and yeah, I don't even—I'm not even the one to say shit like that. But he shouldn't huh? even. You know what's crazy about him saying that shit is because, so remember the malice in the palace, and not to go too deep into that. So who, so who was the one that pushed Ron Artest first? Wasn't it Ben Wallace? Yes, if I recall correctly. And then Ron Artest ran back up to him, didn't he? Yep. So what's the difference between this and that as far as the the sucker punch comparison? They just ain't no. Mixed. It wasn't no sucker punch. <laughs> Yeah, it was a sucker punch. Like, how would you, how him or all people that was in the biggest brawl in NBA history not know the difference between a sucker punch? Because he was throwing he was sucker fighting punches in that. He was throwing sucker punches in that. <laughs> right, he was, he was in the crowd punching fans. Random niggas at that. It was like, but, yeah, not to go too. Yeah, Steven there, Jackson, he's clown. He's he been sound like, ever since he came to Chicago, he's been sound like a goof. No, he, it was even before that he's been a goof. Yeah. Even before that, but ever since then, it's been even. Bro, even I just, I, I saw him when he checked in. With some old block niggas. I'm like, you checking in, nigga? What the fuck? Nigga, checked nigga, in you, with some you 16 years bro. You ain't got to check in like that. Like, gee, they let Tim Anderson in just because he... Tim, Tim Anderson. <laughs> like, shit. But I'm saying, like, like him checking in, though. You check in. Don't you... So, checking in is like what Pop Smoking them and every other nigga that's not from California should do they when they go to California. You they got to check in. Check in with, like, a hood or, uh, like, a uh, somebody, right? Yeah. Nigga. Like, you, you um, hit up somebody, like... YG Nipsey when he was alive, or somebody just like even somebody like low key like a what's yeah, that nigga name? He's somebody that's club. Mo is yeah. who's just in the streets respected and it's just like ah yeah you good you know because even with LA the way how LA is set up the hood could be next to a really nice neighborhood <laughs> right so that's how niggas get caught lacking all the time but but for him he shouldn't have never came to Chicago for that purpose to begin with that's why I was goofy. That's why they don't even know who the fuck that nigga is. But fuck that nigga. Point being, young ass niggas, boy. 
That's what I'm saying. He's checking in with 16 year olds and shit. Or that's why niggas was laughing at him. And even the people, just the only, look, I ain't want to go dive and fuck that nigga. Anyway, <laughs> just to wrap up the Jordan Poole, Draymond situation, it's, it's going to get talked about. Niggas definitely going to pull uh, Poole's whole card all season now. It, it's going to be yeah. hilarious. People definitely, I especially, some, I can't wait to Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards just seemed like he's going to just sit, talk that elite shit. But also, I just want to wrap it up by saying this. I get that Jordan Poole is probably going to get a check. But I'm not, me personally, I understand you want to keep your youth. But Jordan Poole, to me oh my man, who he getting a check from? He's pro- people saying he's getting $30 million, G. I'm reading articles from, from the Warriors. What? <laughs> and this is why I'm about to wrap up and say with this. Yes, Draymond wants his money too. Poole wants his money as well. But me personally, neither one deserves $30 million fucking dollars. Neither one deserved $25 million. But I'm not giving Jordan Poole, who is literally Jordan... You could put Jordan Clarkson on the Warriors and you're getting the same shit. And if you feel like I'm lying... If it's going to come to Draymond and Jordan, who's going to run your offense if Draymond's gone? Who's going to run your defense? If you literally lost... Now, is Draymond replaceable? Yes, but with depth. With multiple players. On depth. Iggy, Iguodala, if Iguodala wasn't an old fucking soul, then yeah, he, he will work out good for that, that team role. in the case of Draymond Lee. But with Draymond going, you relying on Kevin Looney to be your anchor? No. Uh, you, 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 and you just, paid, you just paid Kevin Looney. Yep. And I still <laughs> there, And there's nothing that Kaminga and Wiseman, who I believe have both have, there's too many question marks. They're just tall. Especially Wiseman. Wiseman played two games, and, but injury prone. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, it, I'm it just like, y'all keep talking. Hold on one second. Let me see what's going yeah. on. Right but I personally, I'm I'm not paying. I'm not paying pool. I'm checking the market. Because uh, then you gotta pay. You gotta pay Kaminga and Wiseman soon. It's like this. That's just an L. It's an L way yeah, to happen. You gonna put yourself in a spot that you don't want to be in. Uh, you gonna put yourself strapped up with with. But on the on the luxury tax and all that good stuff, you ain't gonna be able to build out your bench. And that's their that's bench was that, even still in question last year to a degree, even though they I won. Think they bench, I think they bench one in question, like because you just paid Wiggins. Ah oh, man, it's so much. But, they just paid Wiggins. I thought Wiggins got his his uh. No, you're right. No, they, did, I, they did just give. They even gonna pay Wiggins, or they, they either just pay Wiggins, or they gonna pay him again. I mean, are they gonna pay him this offseason? But it's like, oh my god, huh? But yeah, this I I, I I'm in agreement with that. I wouldn't I wouldn't drop that that much for either of them. Um, but if I had to choose between the two, I'm keeping Draymond until his wheels fall off. It's too much continuity. The depth that he brings, the defense, you gotta, you know, why why break it if break it if it ain't broken? Yeah. No, exactly. I have been on the I have been on the train saying that I think Draymond is going. He's entering his last his last phase with the Warriors. I, if he do, if he were to get traded or let go, I would not be surprised. All right, I'm back. Some people saying some people saying Detroit. Uh, that was the first. Atlanta, in terms of places for Draymond. Draymond, yeah. 
Like there's a lot of noise behind Detroit too. Like a lot of noise behind. I Detroit. could see reason why Detroit because that is a group of youngins. You could plug Draymond there, and with a Dwayne Casey, who's a very defensive minded coach, he with Draymond to lead them. It can work, but. Plus, Draymond's from Michigan, so you know you yeah, sending him plus home. He's from Michigan too, so it was like for him, all right, cool, and he and they, they can't pay him, and it'd be like you're paying me just to be a vet and to kind of be your anchor and just lead lead these young niggas to somewhere. That's kind of view, but with Detroit, but it's up to Draymond. I don't care. Like I don't see, I don't see Lakers even thinking about giving that nigga money. I, like um, if they could get him for a discount. I see it, but eat, but as their roster currently constructed, hell no, no, nah. mainly because you just added a, you added another nine shooter to a nine shooting ass roster. Exactly, like if you if they was to do the 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 most common sense offer they still have, which is Miles Turner and Buddy Hill for us, and then you add Draymond, okay, okay, I see it, I see what you're trying to do, because at least now you got a bunch of shooting and. It fixes shit, and plus that defense is just gonna be fucking scary. Um, but yeah, like it, that, I don't know where that nigga go. He, he's gonna either he gets traded, he gets traded. If he gets cut, that nigga's gonna go somewhere for cheap and t- change certain contenders. Not c- certain contenders, not every team, but certain contenders. It's gonna he's gonna change. He adds a lot. Draymond adds a lot to your team. Rebound, yeah. defense. He adds playmaking. He adds. Like just intensity, period. Like, is he a bad like score option? Yes. Is yes. he a bad offensive player? No. So like he can run he runs that Warriors. He's offense. a smart yeah. He, Steph Perry is the freaking motor, but Draymond's the freaking driver. So yeah, like right. you, you, you like it's 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 just a and and will Draymond a lot of Draymond luster will be lost without the Warriors just because it's you know, driving Steph Curry is like driving a, a Toyota. Not in the, not in the, you know, the luxury <laughs> sense, but in a, that motherfucker reliable. <laughs> it ain't going to break down on you anytime soon. <laughs> so you already know what you're going to get when you're driving this Toyota Corolla. You're going to get to point A to point B, still going to have gas in the tank. Oil going to be good. That check engine light ain't going to come on till till 2052. You straight, folks. <laughs> you freaking straight. So. <laughs> no lies told, though. Like. But yeah, but all of a sudden, I'm still sticking by it and wrap this up. If you give Jordan Poole $30 million and you get rid of Draymond, which that's their prerogatives, you want to keep your youth. But I want people to know, I think y'all overrating the Warriors' youth. Poole, I think, is not going to be no goddamn all-star. We still don't know what Kaminga is. We still don't know what the fuck Wiseman going to be because you just gave Looney that money to play his position. It's too many fucking question marks. And Jordan Poole is nothing more but Jordan Clarkson with a championship ring right now. I want people to understand that. And it's nothing wrong with being Jordan Clarkson with a championship ring. But Jordan Clarkson ain't get $30 fucking million. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. No, um, didn't the Jazz give him some money? He gave him money, but he didn't get $30 fucking million. And it's more of like Tyler Hero. And he's going to use Tyler Hero's market. Yeah, you're not lying. Yeah, and then that's Tyler Hero's kind. Of, he gonna like get like look, but also Tyler Hero led the Heat in scoring off the bench in the regular season, primarily the regular season. But Tyler Hero still led the Heat day near in points for majority of last season. He had a case for his contract, a legitimate case. 
And right. the Heat also added so many incentives to that contract where it's like, hey. Pat Riley know he ain't touching that shit. Exactly. Pat Riley's a genius, a wizard. And that's that white boy. Or he's going to put cement on his, uh, on his feet. But either way, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, the new hype and another hype thing got people talking about is Victor Wenya Benyanya. Uh, Nigga, seven- what? That's his name, Victor Wimbaya or something like that. Let me let me make sure I'm pronouncing this nigga name right, because they try like uh, who? Nigga, Wimbayama, Wimbayana, Yama. I think that's how it legit pronounced. Yeah. All right, but either way, the seven foot five, uh, eighteen year old from France. Um, we've been seeing his highlights since I think last year started starting to float. Then summer started getting real hot. Then he made his first trip to the United States against the uh, G League at night and went absolutely nuts. Um, people are hyped about him. You got stars giving him his flowers, um, saying that, hey, we see the vision. LeBron called the nigga an alien. So niggas, niggas, see, niggas buying into the hype. But also, this is, it, you got some people. Just a little skeptical, which is well deserved. Cause nigga seven foot five, probably about as skinny as a uh, our uh, former homie Nick in twenty twelve. So, uh. <laughs> so it's like that's the best description I can think of. But so, like I, all I'm gonna say is I like what I see from him. Like he does shit that a seven foot five nigga shit shouldn't do. Like yeah, we seen Chet, but. Chet wasn't this smooth. That's how I was say Chet wasn't this smooth. And Chet also has a, a broken foot trying to guard LeBron. And when it comes to all these overly sized ass niggas, my main question is, how healthy oh. can you be? No matter how skinny he is, it's something about super tall niggas and bad feet. That's what happened to you. I, mean. I, I really want to know, like, what's the... Okay, all right. Before it sound like Terrell Hayden, I think number one pick for sure... Yeah. I, as much as, what I'm about to say, do not stop a, a GM from picking him number one. This is a this kind of have to. This is a tank level player. You tank just like if we found out if Greek Freak was gonna be what Greek Freak is now. You tank for him. If we thought Joker was gonna be what Joker is where he was now, you, you tank he wouldn't be going 13 overall. You tank it for this nigga, Victor. He's in that category. Just like niggas tank for Luca, you tank it for him. Um, well, that was Luca's draft is still one of the like they compare. They saying. Even though this dude is really hyped, and they don't hype other, they saying this is supposed to be a really great draft class either way beyond him, because they said uh, the dude on the G League United's name Scoot Robinson or some shit. That is an NBA oh, yeah, that was name. He'd be a legend. He'd be a legend. That is an NBA name. Gee, that is a very <laughs> either I'm playing, I'm balling, I'm balling. That's it. Literally, my my goal in life is the ball, and he he he's probably living his going to live his dream, but. Those are the top two names, him and uh, Victor and Scoot, which is the fuck that Nick grown ass. Really yeah, it's a fucking that. NBA name, bro. That's an NBA ass name, G. I can see that nigga playing in the seventies, bro. That's a nigga. We that's a nigga. We turn the league on. He nigga come off the bench and get and drop a smooth give you thirty, smooth nah, thirty you, off the bench on the league. He give you thirteen. He give you thirteen, fourteen, and three with two blocks and three steals. And me and Daytra are sitting there screaming, who the fuck is this nigga? We sit there, look, that nigga played for the Pacers or some shit in the, in the uh, late 70s. I'm like, huh? <laughs> but yeah, that's the type of day Scoot is. But 
either way, they saying this is supposed to be a really deep draft class and he's the headliner. But uh, go ahead, Daytra. I'm sorry. I just want to say this. What's the what's the lifespan of seven five niggas in the NBA? It's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it and I'm not saying that it's because of him generally. It's just because seven five niggas in the NBA. <laughs> seven five niggas in the NBA just don't work out because one thing go wrong, it's fucking over. Once Manute Bow knees start kneeing, over. Was Yao mean what? Was Yao mean feet start feeting, over. So like seven five niggas do not last long. Wait, Ma- Mark Eaton, how long Mark Eaton last? Mark Eaton, let's let's look that up real quick. Mark Eaton and Mark Eaton had a run. That's the the thing is they they will have a run. Like Mark Eaton and Yao Ming at least had a run where he's like, oh okay, you know. Mark Eaton seven foot four and he had a god damn it, just give me the exact years he played. Um eleven year career. That's not bad. Not bad. One time all star, four time black chat, five time. If folks can get a Giannis run in that level your career, first battle Hall of Famer. But he gotta go to a right team, he gotta go to the right organization. Yeah. Yeah, because they said the it's a rumor that the Hornets is gonna play the mellow ball injury at something big and also let him sit out most of the year so they can get in the victim with they, they already said they said that's a grade two high ankle sprain. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were very specific. I would hate for him to go there ankle. because because Michael Jordan hasn't been able to build it build a team since the Bobcats. And even Michael then, Jordan they even built that team. That was the BET nigga. You said who? That was the BET nigga that made the Bobcats go to the playoffs one time. Oh, well, Michael Jordan don't have a track record of building a team, so I I wouldn't trust that. I wouldn't. I would hate for him to go there. Well, it is what it is. And then you got then buddy becomes Kwame Brown two point oh. I doubt it though. I think he has a a good run. Um, yeah, where my where my draft pick at? Huh. I mean, the talent is there for sure. It's just yeah. whether or not he stays it's, healthy. It's, it's definitely the gonna team fall on the team. Him. And you, it's just some of the stuff he does is the nigga seven foot five. You shouldn't be doing that shit. It looks like if without using using my player, if Daytrail and I was to make a nigga on two K, exactly like him. And just put his stats on, and just make all his athletic stats crazy, and just throw him in the league. That nigga probably gonna dominate either way. That's what he looks like. And you said what? I said yeah. Yeah. So it's like I don't like it's freakish, and it's like yo, we never seen a nigga shoot like the way he shoots, move the way he move, and it's just like okay, like this is we never seen some shit like this before. This is. If things go right, he can be the generational player of his of his era. He can be that. Mm-hmm. But at worst, and it's crazy because we still wait. We still it's three players we still waiting on to really see if they go go on that run. One of them is Giannis. No, Giannis One of is them, already living it. I mean, Giannis not Giannis. Uh, Zion. Yeah, Zion. Um, pretty much Zion. Honestly, it's really just Zion because yeah, Zion really was supposed Zion. to be that next guy, and it's just again, he's not help. even. It's mainly his health as well, and for Zion just and for Zion is more like we never seen a nigga be as legit as swollen big as he is, float the way that he does. 
That's yeah. what Zion's thing is. Why this guy's like, yo, this nigga is legit seven foot five, move like Kevin Durant, but more athletic. Little scary. So shit like that is but shout out to the bloodline of Tuskegee Airmen breeding uh finally kicking in cause some of these overseas niggas niggas primarily, not the Lucas and Jokic's out here in the world. I'm talking about the overseas niggas that just being freak athletes, just this that's the Tuskegee blood that's the Tuskegee Airmen bloodline kicking in after a couple generations, finally. So mm-hmm. but um like hey, I, I want nothing more to see the kids succeed, but um I'm still cautious because, like Nature said, seven foot five niggas and in, in lower leg injuries is scary. It's just it's overall just scary, but it is what it is. I'm honestly ready for something like that to, because obviously you know growing up we was able to watch Kobe, we were able to watch LeBron. You know those are the two generational players you know for us growing up and everything, but we haven't seen it yet for the for this generation really. I mean Giannis is you know Giannis is here, but. Zion like, but, and, and but Giannis kid. was through it, hard work, you know. Yeah, we saw Giannis. We actually really got to see Giannis grow. Yeah, it takes like, like Kobe came in the league outside his rookie year was just like that nigga. Then same for with um LeBron came in the league that nigga. So um but yeah honestly oh yeah before we go to uh before we uh talk about the Western Conference uh we all watched the Redeem Team doc right? Ah shit. No, I didn't. Hey, you told us. To it. It I thought you would have watched it. I've been I trying to watch it all, all last week, but I was getting out of work late, damn near every day. So nah, okay, well we'll talk. About I it didn't next finish week. it, fuck. Right, we'll talk about it next week then. Um, well yeah, so let's go ahead. We're going to preview the Western Conference as a whole entity, so we get this shit out the way. Um, let me pull up damn NBA app real quick. Um, Western Conference last year, just as much as usual, was a, a bloodbath. Just the usual as we expect it to be. But the real question is, will it continue to be that way? So let's go ahead, go division by division. We'll just knock this out as quick as we can. Let's go Southwest. Southwest division uh, features the Memphis Grizzlies, the Dallas Mavericks, Pelicans, uh, the Spurs, and the Houston Rockets. Let's go ahead and talk about the Rockets first. Um, thoughts on the Rockets? Uh, not in the win bear race. Developing young talent. They're gonna be a fun league peak, a fun league pass team to watch. That's my thoughts. Yeah. Um, Tyler. Yeah, I would say the same thing. All right, cool. They Shot still got right. a new, uh, a new. What's their head coach name again? A nigga who on the hot seat. Oh, uh, um, yeah, that nigga gonna be on the hot seat. It, it depends how certain niggas develop. Let me look up his name real quick. To out of respect for that brother. Um. Houston Rockets head coach. Um, oh yeah, Steven Silas. Yeah, Steven Silas. But yeah, um, that nigga on hot seat either way because I think this is his third year. If they don't, if they end up lasting this division again, then that nigga might get fired. Depends, because the Spurs, <laughs> we already know the Spurs is already on uh on the phone uh, about. Started tanking shit. They might get rid of other. They might get rid of Kelton Johnson just to tank even more. But uh, the Spurs is next. We already know that they are rolling the tank like Shotzi Blackheart. So uh, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> the Spurs are tanking. They taking. Plain and simple. Yeah, be prepared to see them unload some people if they doing too good. They might unload Pop. 
<laughs> they gonna tell Pop. Gonna say, hey, yeah, I'm, sit I'm, on I'm, down, I'm man. Just go, go up to the office and just sit up there. Uh, Pop gonna call Tim Duncan. You want to coach for a little bit? Tim gonna be like, huh? Why? Just I just need you to coach. Alright. <laughs> gonna call Monty. He just gonna call random like Spurs players just to start coaching over there and shit. But I want to look at the Spurs roster. Hold on. Cause they, I know I was looking at their roster the other day. I'm like, this is not an NBA team. This should not be nowhere near NBA team. God damn it! Where the fuck? Okay. That's like they the lose way. a recognizable player every season for like the last like six seasons. So, Trey Jones, Devin Vassell, Doug McDermott, Keldon Johnson, Jacob Poto as they start in line. Doug McDermott still in the league? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Doug McDermott, but I ain't know he's still in the league. Exactly. Um, but that's their starting lineup. Josh Richardson's on his team. Also, Zach Collins is on his team. Um, Josh Richardson getting flipped. They're going to trade Josh Richardson. Doug McDermott is definitely going to get traded. They're going to get something for Jakob Poto. Yeah. Like, they got, they still got players you can flip. <laughs> you could, if you're a team that's looking for a big, a shooter, in a vet wing like Josh Richardson, just call the Spurs. Call the fucking Spurs. They got you. They on sale. Uh, Moving on. The New Orleans Pelicans. I believe the Pelicans can be more than a play-in team this year. That's all I can say. I I can't really put them in a specific seat, but I think that they could be more than a play-in team. (coughs) Deidre? Oh yeah, I think I think the Pelicans gonna shock somebody. Uh, a lot of people. They gonna They're gonna be a team better. I don't think you want to face in the first round this season. Exactly. Yeah. They dang near got. <laughs> they dang near scared the Suns, and the Suns never recovered. So, but the main thing with the Pelicans is you really want to make sure that Zion and Brandon Ingram can work together. Like that's supposed yep. to be your duo for that's supposed to be your duo to carry on for the foreseeable future. Um. So, if it, I feel like if things start off a little rub, uh, start off a little hesitant. Don't be surprised if Brandon Ingram trade rumors begin. I wouldn't mm. be shocked, especially if Zion just remains healthy. If Zion just remains healthy, stays at his current size, because I'm still fearful of the first road trip where he's going through Chicago, Philly, and New York. And he's gonna eat good. That's my first concern. If he picks up. 10 pounds in that road trip, I'm concerned. But I really do like their roster. They can easily be – I could sit there and say they could max out at the fourth seed, but they can also be in that – depending how competitive the West can be, and it can, they can be a eight, a, sol, a solid seventh seed too. Like they, they can be – but they're going to be a formidable team. But if Ingram and Zion pairing works, they can be a top four seed. They can be a top four. Yeah, I think four four is probably their ceiling. Uh, Next, we got the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I'll let y'all go first. Uh, I like – I like – well, no, you go first, Daytra. I'm still getting my thoughts together on this one. I think the Dallas Mavericks is going to be worse this year than they were last year. Um, I think, I think with the the biggest problem is going to be Luca not having really something around him. And as much as I don't care, 
he needs that. Like <laughs> the defense didn't get better. Not the well. offense didn't get better. Adam Javale doesn't help. Adam Javale as a lob threat in the paint, but people still gonna blow past Luca. Who you gonna have to help that? I don't think yeah. I get what you mean. Um, they lost another scorer in Jalen Brunson. That's a big loss, and I know Mark Cuban is mad. Um. Cause it's a big loss. It's a real big loss. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, but yeah, I don't think they're gonna be as good as, um, as good as they think they're gonna be. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think they're gonna be as good as. They were the fourth uh, seed last year, by the way. Who? They were the fourth seed last year. I'm just throwing it out there in terms of like how. Uh, I think they're gonna be eighth. They're gonna be eighth seed. Okay. They're gonna be eighth seed. Uh. Do I give Rondo a five year, thirteen million dollar contract? Wait, what? (laughs) Five years for thirteen, nigga. What? (laughs) Well, no, I think it's a five year, fifty seven million. But I don't know how much they really offering this nigga, man. Five years, fifty-seven. Just doing a quick math. I don't know how much. Like he, he is the he is my free agent. But the offers that he have on the table is poo-poo. <laughs> it depends. If he ain't fucking up your salary cap that much, then you could you got his bird rights, I believe. So yeah, I got his bird rights. Like you ain't going you could you could absorb him to the luxury tax, but. If you can get an upgrade, or if he's starting to fall off, then hey, it's up to you. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, I don't think the Mavericks be as good as they were last year. I respect it. Uh, overall, like I'm not, like I wasn't the biggest fan of the moves they made. Like I get upgrading Dwight Powell into Javale. Javale was Javale can be a very much still a very good starting center in this league. Um, like Dwight Powell was just that nigga was lucky that Luca was throwing him lobs. So, um, he is also a better defender, run run protector. But um, I do agree. And even though they did add Christian Wood, but it's just okay. It's just also like I like Christian Wood, but it's also like okay. They needed, they need, they need to add another. And this, once again, we say this all the time. They need another wing, and wings in this league are a freaking rare, a good, good wings. Let's put it this way: good caliber wings are a rare commodity in this league, primarily because the team we're going to talk about later, the LA Clippers, has most of them. But if you, they need a good productive wing because unless, uh, what's that name, Finney Smith becomes an All Star level player this season, or Kawhi Junior then I don't see the Mavs either they're going to stay the same because I believe Luka's just going to be just that good where he can wield them to 50 wins. But also I believe the West is better. And that 50 wins honestly just puts you at the – it could literally put you at the eighth fucking seed. <laughs> it yeah. could. Just how good the West is and a lot of the teams, how a lot of other teams in the West improved, 50 wins could net you the, 50, the eighth seed. It could. But at the same time, they could just off the sole power of Luca, just being that good, they could stay at a 
seven, six, five range as well. The Mavericks is a tricky team, but they're still well coached. I like Jason Kidd as a coach for them. Luka's only going to continue to improve unless he, like, improve as a player. Um, it's just that team around him, it's just the team around him at this point. Mark Cuban has to find the ideal player to put around Luka to be his number two. That's just what it is. I agree. Um, Memphis Grizzlies. Um, this is, like, I think I think they're going to also fall off. <laughs> yeah, ain't they still missing Jaron Jackson? Jaron like Jackson's the first out to Christmas. And if Jaron Jackson's not healthy, that's just nasty in itself. Ja, ja always misses two weeks out the season. And I think teams also really just – teams going to come for them a little bit harder because they talk a lot of shit. They're young team they talk a lot of shit. Teams going to come at them a little harder this season compared to last. And even though, like, yeah, they gave the Warriors a run, you still let – you could have still lost to the Timberwolves if Cat act like a damn grown-ass man. Honestly, or if just stupid basketball wasn't being played, um, but I think the Grizzlies come back down to earth as well. They could be a team that could easily slip as well, mainly because of Jaron Jackson, who's a defensive player of the year candidate level guy, and one of the best shooting bigs in the league. You're missing him to Christmas. Ja's health is always in question, and unless Desmond Bain or uh, Dylan Brooks, a uh, pansexual Brooks turn to improve his players, I just don't see nothing about them whereas, like, they improved as a roster to me. So, that's just um, the Grizzlies. I think that'd be a top four team in the league. Even without Jaren Jackson? Missing, like, a four for the season? Yeah. Because Jaren Jackson was on and off last year. And what were they? Not really. Yes, I he think was. he played more games last year than he did in previous years. That's like that's like me playing more games. That's like me playing one basketball game today. That's more games than I played last year. Like, let me see. I, I mean, Jaren Jackson Junior games played last year. Cause I feel like he played dang near bulk of the season last year. That's why I was like, damn. Let's see. Jaren Jackson, we talking about? He right? played seventy eight yeah. games last year. He yeah, played seventy eight. Seventy eight games. That's why I was like, bro. Oh, yeah, more games yeah, they're gonna be four or five. <laughs> Shit, he played 78. Like, like, gee, he played seven. That's why I was like, bro, Jared. That's why I was like, yo, Jared Jackson hasn't been hurt yet all year. I think last year I was like, he played seventy eight games, <laughs> and he's out to Christmas, New Year's Eve. That's a fourth of the season, third damn near. <laughs> like that's that's a tough bullet unless Brandon Brandon Clark, aka Miles, uh, becomes <laughs> becomes legit a thing. And take Stephen Adams' job. True. So like I get, but I do. They could still be a fourth seed, but I think they. It's just the West is too good. Where I think they. Should, I don't even see them as a fourth seed. If they do, it's because they lead the division. But still, but I get what you mean. Like it's just unless Ja Ja has to be the one to stay healthy, and Ja always miss games because he don't know. How as to long as he doesn't miss them. If those missed games don't come early on in the season, I think that they can maintain middle of the pack status. Because Ja played, he only played 57 games last year. But even though they were like 20 and 0 without him, but. Right, team, that's where all that hype was, where like they, they look like a better team without him and stuff like which that. Which is still cat, but it's just. 
Yo, know, fifty-seven. He only played fifty-seven last year. Fifty-seven games last year. That's a that's a huge chunk. Yeah. But your two best players can be that injury prone to me personally. But um. But they maintain is. maintain a decent streak until Jaron Jackson comes back. I think they can they can be a a, a top top five seed still. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily see them being a bad team without him. It's just you know you need you need what he brings you're, you're to the table miss too. That defensive presence and stretch shooting, like the man, I think shot forty yeah. percent from three, and you're missing four blocks. That's a lot. Yeah. But, all right, so that's the Southwest Division, but um, let's go ahead, let's go Northwest. Um, this features the Utah Jazz, Denver Nuggets, Minnesota Timberwolves, Trailblazers. And OKC. Um, let's go ahead and just get OKC out the way. They part of we tanking, nigga. And we going full I think on the league punished them if they try to tank this year. Yeah. Because they're, they're considered, at this point, I was I would think they're considered like a premier team. So they're getting a lot of the national televised games. So they're not going to be sitting there. They ain't getting national shit. To, what you mean? Huh? Huh? OKC ain't Don't national they get shit. a lot of the nationally televised Hell no. Uh, they weren't on on a, on them ABC games and stuff this past season. I would nigga, flip why? that shit off. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> what was you watching? <laughs> you was watching on League Pass, G. I think that's what it was. You was watching them in League Pass during prime time. I think that's what it was, G. Because I'm like, what? Yo, but Tyler's watching a lot of freaking OKC and lost. I was like, oh shit, damn, lost track of time. Cool. I know I watched I watched a, a decent amount of Memphis basketball last season, so yeah. But, um, but wait, I do think that ahead. they would get punished for trying to tank, though. I don't think they have a real reason to tank. The thing is, though, there's still a young bad. There's still a young bad team. Like I don't know what what would we consider them not tanking. Them like for them, well. I don't know. I don't think because they, they won twenty four games last twenty four games last year, and they played some teams tough last year. On top of that, right? Like let's look at play tougher. Roster. You got shot. You got get it. You got everybody but your number one draft pick. I don't want to hear it. So okay, they trade. What would you Scott consider not tanking for them? Like what's not? What you say? Tanking? Oh, you talking what? about just okay, playing hard? Same thing. Same thing. The Rockets. The Rockets technically didn't tank. They just was ass. <laughs> like. Like the, the OKC tank, they sat, they sat, they sat, shot and Alexander most of the games. That's true. Like they sat, niggas. they sure did. Like they was premier tanking. Okay, so this. Oh, is if I'm the, I, 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 when we go to the Easter Conference, I, I'll say something. We already, but, um, uh, we, we finished the East last week. Well, I'll let you give your thoughts afterwards, but um, but um, okay, this is OKC's starting lineup. Shea, Josh Giddy, he's shooting. He's a shooting guard. The hell, all right. Um, Dort, Darius Baisley, and some nigga named Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Is <laughs> they sent him. His last name is Earl. Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Oh, that's serious, my nigga. His name is Jeremiah Robinson Earl. <laughs> I'm so fucking serious. That's a crazy last name, <laughs> bro. This yo, and he's he's this nigga light skinned. I was expecting to see a nigga. <laughs> That's where the Jeremiah comes in. <laughs> this nigga name is Jeremiah Robinson Earl. 
Like, bro, <laughs> why he did? What year was he born in? He was born in two thousand. He is way too young for this name. This nigga has a nineteen fifty two name. <laughs> why is he born? His parents bogus as hell, but uh, they gotta be from the south. But yeah, look at that they team like. Okay, if they win less games, I would consider that tanking because they won 24 last year. But also, I'm going to say this. If they trade Shea for nothing, they're purposely tanking. That's my thing. Because there's, there's already rumors that that trade, I mean, Shea might get traded. And he's uh, in trade talks. He said himself that he do want to play out his contract, but he's saying the right things publicly, of course. But uh, it is rumors that the Raptors do want him. And all I'm going to say is if, if they do so choose to make a trade, if they do not get fair value back that isn't picks as in actual players, I'm calling shenanigans, and they should be investigated. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Because uh, yeah, not everybody's going to be able to pull a Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz about to stink. <laughs> let's, but yeah, the Jazz, okay, let's put it this way. If they win... If they don't win, if if the Jazz isn't the worst team in this division, and the OKC is again, then they need to be punished. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the Jazz is about to absolutely stink. It is about to be bad, bro. It like the Jazz has to be last place. They were the first place team last year, and they about to be the last place team this year. So they, if if OKC don't win more games than them, it's some bullshit going on here. Or the Jazz is over fucking achieved, but yeah, let's go. So we just got the Jazz out the way. They stink. Um, the Trailblazers. They won twenty seven games last year. Dame is back. Anthony Simons also, who uh, if you was to put him on uh, the Warriors for Jordan Poole, it probably won't make a difference. Um, but all I'm saying is this: I don't see nothing about the Blazers that makes me believe that they're gonna be any better. Oh, the Blazers? Yeah. No, nah, I don't think the Blazers make the playoffs. They should have. They uh, like they might. Dame. I hope like, that they I don't, don't see Dame is good enough to even do so. Let's pull up their roster. This is this is their starting lineup. Wait, this is actually a, okay. Dame. The West is still too stacked. The West is too good. That's what it is. The uh, Dame, Anthony Simons, Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, Nurkic. They do have uh, Gary Payton Jr. and. Uh, Juntis Winslow. Justice. Yeah, no, nah, they uh they this is not a playoff team. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if Dame averages forty. This is not a playoff team. Thanks for winning scoring. Yo, which Grant they got on the team? Jeremy Grant. This is the power forward guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm looking at them right now, going against the Warriors. Yes, they losing by almost twenty. That's unfortunate in a preseason game. But, them to just be complete ass cheats. Yeah, this is probably gonna be the worst division in the league. <laughs> this might be the worst. It might be up there with, as in this is, if you're the the Nuggets and the Timberwolves, you're about to win some games. You're going to you're you're building up your record, Man. just off this division. So with that, let's transition over to the Timberwolves, who. I think it's probably one of the most interesting teams in the in the entire league. 
they have the potential to probably be a top four seed, but they also could easily remain at the eighth seed like they were last. Or was it the eighth or the second seed last, or the seventh seed last year? They could be either. They was in a play in. Yeah, they were in a play in. They made the playoffs. They took they took the Grizzlies to seven or six. I think it was seven. Six. I think it was seven. It probably was seven. I think it was seven. Yeah, seven. And they just and I think we was all advocates of that. This that was probably one of the most saddest form of basketball we've ever seen. From it was some of the series. dumbest, funnest basketball I watched in a while. That was pure young nigga basketball. That was young that was nigga like basketball. me going to the. If anybody from Chicago is listening to this, y'all know how niggas play at the Croc Center over there uh, by Morgan Park. That was Croc Center basketball. Uh, Gee, they Tyler said they're low key. If that might be the episode title, the Timberwolves play like the Croc League, but <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the Timberwolves is probably the most interesting team. Uh, they added Rudy Gobert. Um, Cat's gonna play power forward, and let me look at they. Uh, it's just this team is really gonna be built around how good Cat and Edwards just develop as a whole. Gobert is going to be Gobert. He's going to play all-level defense. You just need D'Lo to stay healthy as well. You need Edwards to continue to develop, and you need Cat to just show toughness. And I feel like this team can easily be one of the scary teams in the league, but can also be one of the most disappointing teams in the league as well. But uh, let me look at their depth chart. Shout out to ESPN. So D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert as they start as their alleged starting lineup with 2K. They trust 2K made me hate this nigga on 2K because he just Jordan McLaughlin, fuck that nigga. Um, Austin Rivers, Kyle Anderson, who is a very underrated pickup because he's a very good utility, can do it all. Austin guy. Rivers on the Timberwolves now? Yeah. Um, Naz Reed and Torian Prince is on his team as well, still. My God! What? Put it in chat. Put it in chat. Put it in chat. Right, I'm waiting. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Oh, I don't know who these niggas. Oh, oh, oh! I didn't like. Let's look at the. Oh shit! Shit! It's an injury video. God. Damn. Okay. Look, man. I know we talk about MMA from time to time. Shit. But I just that was that was disgusting. Hey, hey that's how them niggas that's how them niggas did that dude that ran up on Nation Pale. Yo, come on, bro. Yo. Yo, come on. My brother. What type of meat is that? Let's go. Look at this injury. Did he go show Catrail? Come on. <laughs> Oh, this real reference? Ah! Oh! Bro. Bro. Jesus. Oh my God. Uh. Yeah, if you just if you yeah, let's let's get back to this. oh my god, y'all get y'all get a podcast, y'all getting live reactions of shit. But uh, 
but yeah, so the Timberwolves, I like they got. Okay, I don't. Their death is okay, but once again, if if it falls on Anthony Edwards and Cat, Rudy Gobert's gonna be Rudy Gobert. I think he's still gonna be a defensive player of the year level player. He's gonna add some type of legit vet experience that this team needed, but I still don't like their coach because that nigga allows stupid nigga basketball. And I also just need Cat to toughen up, and I need Anthony Edwards to continue to develop to to the baby Jordan that some of us want him to be. So, but they gotta find find out how to play some smarter basketball in general. This, on culture. this is honestly a really talented team. It, it falls really on is. coaching. That's gonna fall solely on coaching. That's gonna fall solely on coaching. The fuck. God damn it, Ricochet. <laughs> what happened? What the fuck, Ricochet? Oh. <laughs> this shows up. Bro, he ain't never Samantha beat. Urban looked bad. Bro, he ain't never beating them allegations, bro. And that, that was a zesty-ass picture, G. Look, man. Look, man. Ricochet, G. Like I said, I think they gotta if they play some smarter basketball season, like you said, they could be a scary team. But it's all up to the coach. They lose. They got D'Angelo Russell as a starting point guard. <laughs> that too. That's what I, what I meant. To, what, I, what I was thinking of. They need to find a real point guard if they can. Yeah, D'Lo is not like he can be an okay point guard, but to me, he's best at just being a combo guard. D'Lo right. would fit. Honestly, he would probably fit better with uh with a team like Philly. You put him next to James Harden. If you got James Harden playing real point guard, no, you just need somebody I else that can score. That, that don't even sound right. That just makes things worse <laughs> over there. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If they could, honestly, that's, I would say if you could turn D'Lo into some, a, a, a serviceable point guard who just sole purpose is to get. Should have paid Patrick Beverly instead of trading the nigga. That too. Should have sent D'Lo to, um, should have sent D'Lo to whatchamacallit. To LA? Back to LA? Yeah. Send D'Lo ass to uh, Utah. Oh wait, yeah, cause you yeah. did get yeah. Damn, Loki. That's why I sat there. I'm like, when I looked at the trade. I'm like, how the fuck D'Lo wasn't part of this trade? But um, <laughs> I don't know. But if they could turn D'Lo into a more playmaking, my job is to get Anthony Edwards, Cat, and Gobert easy ass looks. I'm not even thinking about scoring as type point guard. They'll be fine. And. But if you could turn D'Lo into a, a actual point guard or a, another guard defender, they'd be fine. But they can be as good as a they could probably they could be a top three, top four seed, or they could be an eighth seed, like I mentioned earlier. So moving on to the Nuggets, um, they're fully healthy. Jamal Murray's back uh, from his uh, ACL uh, sabbatical. Um, as far as we know, Michael Porter Jr.'s back is not inflamed. So that's that's all I can say in regards to that. Aaron Gordon's still on his goddamn team, but Jokic is 
Jokic, he's entering the prime of his Jokic years, and it's his world, and we're going to live in it, and the Nuggets going to put up his stats. Um, That's all I can say about the Nuggets. They probably either going to be they're another team. The they one or two seed. They could be, yeah, they, they could be a top three seed, or they could still kind of be in the middle with between four, five, and six. Just it just it all falls. I can't how, see them five just because of job with Jamal Murray back. He come to a fraction of himself. All Jokic needed was somebody who can guarantee you score for him, bro. Pretty much. Like, pretty much. And wait, needed. wait, hold on. And they added KCP to replace a couple of players as well. They got another good defender, guard defender. As much as flack we give Aaron Gordon, he is a solid defender. Yeah. Yeah. They could be one two. No, I'll take it back. They could be one and two. Yeah, I was actually gonna say I think my pick for one and two in the West this season is gonna be the Nuggets and the Clippers. If if the Clippers are healthy. The Clippers is number one is always gonna be healthy. It's always gonna be the question. And if the all wings lineup works. But we'll get to them shortly. But uh, But I like I like, you know, how they still how they are still constructed. I think that they, um, like Trail said, they Jokic just needed somebody that can that can get get some offense going. Okay, I really <laughs> love the G. No, this this is a good ass team. I can't cap. The Nuggets, no, the like, is nice. Murray, K. I love KCP as a role player. He's a good definition. The Lakers, the Lakers should have never got rid of this nigga, but the nigga could shoot. He ain't gonna just shoot the ball. He can lay it up. And he's play solid defense. Michael Porter uh, Jr. just needs to stay healthy. Plain and simple. Stay the fuck healthy. Aaron Gordon is Aaron Gordon. And <coughs> Jokic is Jokic. Bones Highland yeah. coming off the bench. Bruce Brown is a good guy who, who just does everything you want him to do. He'll make a three if you yep. need him to make a three. He'll play good defense. Wait, they got Bruce Brown from Brooklyn? Yeah. What? They have when a they squad. <laughs> okay, they have a squad. Like... They still got Jeff Green. Jeff Green is still serviceable. The only weakness is that they they don't really have a backup center because the backup center is the corpse of DeAndre Jordan. Yoke is playing like 60 minutes a night. That's unfortunate. Because <laughs> come playoff time, they're going to die. But, um, but if, no, no, Yoke can't die. Remember, folks played four overtime games against Bro, players. yo, that nigga was hooping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was, he was the Iron Man for real. Gee, that, I will never forget that game because nigga, that nigga Jokic was – that nigga was pale, still hooping. He was pale as hell, still hooping his ass off. I was like, he had to respect it. But uh, point being, though, Still try to get a backup big because you still want – Jokic can still play his minutes, but you want somebody to at least take the load off him, you know. So if you can find a solid backup center, which is why I'm kind of mad they didn't try to get JaVale, but I think JaVale really wanted to start somewhere. But if you get a backup center, I don't care who, find somebody who could be better than DeAndre Jordan at this point. Anything is better than DeAndre Jordan. You could put – me, Dave, and Tyler on top of each other as a, as a Tahiti, what you'll call it, and we could be a better center than DeAndre Jordan right now. So, <laughs> so with that being said, find a backup center. That's really the biggest hole on this roster is a backup center. Find that, and I think – but they could easily be a top team in the uh, West, easily. Like, I, no, I, they ain't done. They ain't It's like guaranteed the top teams in the West. Guaranteed. I mean, guaranteed, unless catastrophic injuries. Yeah. Warriors, 
Clippers, Nuggets. Guaranteed. I have a question. Let's just say Jamar Murray's a fraction of what he is, but still serviceable. You still top three team in the West. The Portland Trailblazers call you. Yes. <laughs> but say that again, you broke up. I said if Jamal Murray is healthy, important Trailblazers call me. Yes. Oh. Hey, it's been a it's been a fun run with you. But that nigga, yes. that I'm pulling that pulling trigger that fast trigger. as hell because that means I want to win. I want to win while Jokic is in his prime right now. That's the thing. Bro, Jokic is, you don't know how happy I will be. Scoring without having to worry about an offense, my nigga. Jokic can just stand in the corner thing. legit. That's, Pass the nigga that's the ball better, and be like, cool. That's better than Curry with Draymond, though. That's literally that on steroids. Okay, yeah. That's that on steroids. Offensively. Let's be specific. On, on offensively, that's that on freaking crack and steroids at the same time. I ain't going that that just might get them at least to I don't, I don't it's getting them to a conference final. Speculative. You're going to the conference it's final. A, yeah, it's at least the conference final. It's just not how, a final. You're gonna have to look at how serviceable MPJ gonna be as a wing. That's the main. Hey, thing. That's how you gotta worry about. You gotta worry about guarding Brian, Kawhi, Paul George, Paul George, Devin Booker, AD. Like, you worried about that? Like, Malcolm Porter Jr. gonna be doing a lot of switching. That so, back gonna get hot. It's hell. It's gonna be burning to a crisp. So if if Michael Porter Jr. stay like it's, I still feel the key of this team, regardless, is Michael Porter Jr. If he stays healthy, I feel like they could easily be the best team in the West, maybe in the league. Um, it just falls on Michael Porter Jr.'s health. I believe Jamal Murray's still gonna be Jamal Murray. It's just Michael Porter Jr. can range from. Am I getting 15 point Michael Porter Jr. or am I getting 20, 22 points a night Michael Porter Jr.? Because that's a hell of a difference. Why playing serviceable defense and shooting 40% from three in the process of that? That all plays a role. But um, you gonna get 22 points, Michael Porter Jr. Because the defense is gonna close on a two-time MVP once he in that paint. It is what it is. That's a two-time MVP in that paint. paint now. You got to remember, it's not just We're going to find him wherever he's at on the That court. nigga is going to be in the wing, the corner, <laughs> top of the three-point line. Like, Jokic is everywhere and still plays a role. That's the scary thing. <laughs> can't do nothing about it. And he's getting – and I would say Jokic don't get cooked defensively like he used to. Depends on the center, but he don't really get cooked defensively anymore. He's he, he's serviceable. And that's all you really got to be. So, but – the Nuggets are scary. They're a scary team. Um, let's go ahead and go to the Pacific Division. We all in agreement that the Kings just fucking suck. They actually they might be something this year. You have nowhere to go but up. That's true. Who's their coach? <laughs> Who the fuck knows, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> that, that plays a role here. <laughs> like, I'm like, who's their coach? Sacramento Kings. Let's see. Coach. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, Mike Brown. They're going to be good defensively. I'll give them that. Well, the Kings, this is the thing with the Kings, because you got De'Aaron Fox. You have Sabonis. I like Davion Mitchell. Harrison Barnes is still stealing checks, but he's going to give you a dub. It just doesn't mean anything. Like, does it mean anything? Because they, the talent is there. When did they get Kevin Horter? I thought that ain't gonna still in the Hawks. Uh, the Kings should be a play-in team. I'll, I'll give them that. They'll be a play-in team. How about that? Uh, yeah, I would say if that's probably their ceiling. Yeah, they'll be a playing team. They got the talent. I think Mike Brown is a respectable enough coach. I think they got Malik Monk too, so that's another yeah, they score. Do. They did, but I think Malik Monk just wants wanted to get paid. If they ask him to do anything more, look. Um, you ask me exactly. Um, all right. So we gave the Kings they flowers. All right, the most interesting team, and regardless how good or bad they do, the most talked about team in the league, the Los Angeles Lakers. Six, seven, eight feet. I think the highest they get is a five. Surprising me with the four. They get to a four seed, somebody's going to be MVP on that team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and Darvin Ham winning coach of the year. <laughs> oh, yes. Especially as currently constructed, no moves. What does a bench even look like right now? Like that all bench guards? is serviceable. It's just all guards. Yeah, and that's, bigs. They, yeah, it's guards and bigs, no wings. Man, I don't know what David Ham talking about. Or Darvin Ham, how do you say his name? He's talking about we not planning on playing broad that many minutes. My nigga, you ain't got no wings. Right. <laughs> you don't. This has been the problem LeBron's entire tenure with the Lakers. He don't have nobody. He don't have a legit backup. It that was Kuzma, but you know that nigga in Washington right now. Exactly. He's some mumbo sauce. That's unfortunate. <laughs> and listen to Go Go, <laughs> Go Go music with with nasty fits. But uh, this is the Lakers. Uh, so as of right now, Russell Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn, Bron, AD, Damian Jones. Despite rumors that uh, Darvin Ham was considering just starting AD at the five, we're starting that bullshit again. But. Uh, with Pat Bev, Schroeder, Austin Reeves, Juan Scano Anderson, and Thomas Bryant as like the the next five, they do have William Gabriel and Troy Brown as the secondary as the other wings. <laughs> but that bar is in hell <laughs> in terms of your backup yeah. wings. Yeah, but it, it they just need a wings. The Lakers will make a move before the deadline. I think Westbrook will be better this year than last year. Westbrook got a shit ton of proof, bro. Westbrook got a <laughs> – this is the thing. He not playing for the Lakers. He playing to stay in the league. At this point, yeah. Yeah. Because even if you look at it, even if you look at – um, say, for instance, you look at if Indiana end up taking him, they're just going to buy him out. Yep. Right. And then he coming he coming into a contract year. So he ain't nobody going to pay him what he wants. They're going to give that nigga vet minimums. And he's going to get bounced around the league until he just give up. Mm-hmm. So he plans to show that he can still hang in his league. Just like John Wall. John Wall is playing so he can still hang in his league. 
Pretty much. So, I think John Wall's situation is a little bit different though, because John Wall, his game is a little bit more of a he can he plays more. John Wall sucks. But I think it's still a little bit a little bit more different than Westbrook though. Bro, John Wall, I don't think you see John Wall on that Rockets team, bro. But even the Rockets was like, yeah, we bad, but we're gonna buy you out real quick. Like John Wall sucks. Like he is about to get outplayed by Reggie Jackson. Piss me the fuck off. Piss me the fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not lying, bro. It's about to happen. Reggie Jackson is going to keep that starting spot. Which will piss me the fuck off. (laughs) Like you think? Okay, you look at John Wall now. You think he gonna play at an NBA level? 36 minutes a night, 26 minutes a night. That man well, he got to run up and down the court off of multiple injuries multiple and then sit injuries. on his ass for most of two years. My I mean, nigga. Reggie Jackson about to outplay this nigga. John Wall is going to average a, a astounding 11 points and probably six assists. That's not bad. But at the same and Westbrook will probably average 18, 8 and 8. Well, I wasn't saying he was going to have a better season than Westbrook, though. I'm saying both of them niggas pl- playing for a job. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. And um, The point I was trying to make is Westbrook, he has to – I think John Wall is willing to – if he has to, he's going – which more than likely he, he probably is, you know, as much as it might piss either me or Chris off. He's gonna have to play. He's gonna have to play within his means and take whatever the role that is, they give him. But Westbrook the has to learn. He has to. John Westbrook Wall, can still stay in this. John Wall's strongest suit was the fact that he was a playmaker first. <laughs> My right, nigga, that's why, that's why. you got Paul George, and that's the issue in itself. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, this the thing. Because really, this really the thing. Didn't need John Wall, bro. It was just. A, it was just like an insurance policy. Because you got Terrence Mann. You got Reggie. Like they had speed. They had a playmaker in Paul George. Paul George is a Swiss Army knife for that team. But also you just this, added John Wall. And this to is add another John thing. Wall. Both Paul George and Kawhi want the ball in their hand eighty five percent of the time. I'm saying, have we ever seen fucking Paul John Wall play off ball? No. If you're watching, you us, move. I'm shaking people my head. have to move. <laughs> Like, the amount of conditioning you got to have to play off-ball, the amount of moving you have to do when Paul George or Kawhi Leonard ISO it, it's insane, bro. Especially Kawhi. That nigga ISO his ass off. <laughs> like, this is... And look, Kawhi be saying, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard is going to carry 90% of that load. It's, it's, trust me. They're going to they gonna get y'all to the promised land. But John Wall was... Yeah. I said, don't be mad. Don't be surprised when that nigga be in, like, Kimber Walker. I don't even know. Kimber Walker even got a job, bro. Did Damn. he get bought out? I think he's still trying to get bought out by the Pistons. <laughs> they told him nigga he gonna sit. <laughs> You're not even worth. Imagine getting wasted away in Detroit. <laughs> look, you gonna see free. Look, man, John Kimber Walker gonna be out here in fucking Sada Baby music videos. That's crazy, G. <laughs> <laughs> Kimber Walker gonna end up in the fucking Jazz uniform. Just like everybody else That's even worse. To be on the team. Bro. That is even worse. That's hey, worse. Hey, Jazz is a new purgatory team. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Ain't no, 
Ain't no more sending niggas to the magic, bro. You end up on the jazz. That is disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. Bro. That's but do you do you know the NBA is gonna make it to the point that the Jazz do not picked up Vinka Benwaya, bro? They not give that nigga. Hell bro. no, bro. They not about to get it, bro. Look, even G, Rudy Gobert is gonna make an effort. He's like, look, man, I don't want no other French nigga out there. No French niggas in Utah no more, G. He, he gonna like, make a call. Not, they see, bro. They see the star potential in this nigga. They got to get him to a, either a big market or a semi-big market like San Antonio, bro. Ain't no if, ands, or buts, bro. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts. Do you know how much star power this nigga about to have coming into this league? Bro. Like, what? Like, when is he going this, to the draft? Next year? This this year. Yeah, he, this, this is year. year. I said, that's why everybody's tank mode. I'm surprised Indiana ain't let them niggas off yet, bro. And yeah, just they, go for a tank mode, too. They being a little greedy, but it is what it is. We talked about like, that last week. This nigga's... <laughs> This nigga might be a bro. It's so many teams, like bro. This is why the Lakers won't have a bad time, bro. Because so many teams is about to lose, bro. Like, I won't he be surprised. He might get they they fuck around and sneak into that fifth seed if the, if the teams really get lazy. Man, it, it, yeah, because teams teams are already like I would say you replace the Jazz with the Pelicans, right? Yeah, that's an automatic. Yeah. So, but most of the part, like most teams that well, no, the Pelicans was, was already in last year. I mean, the way it was in the play-in. I mean, like, just a oh. solid-ass team. Oh. You replaced the Jazz with the Pelicans. I just, like, the most of the teams that was, we're going we gonna to be a, a, a bad team until we see the Lakers are all tanking next year. Like, the only the teams that made the Lakers actually play other than, like, top contenders are all tanking next year, bro. Sacramento. The, the Spurs. The Spurs always gave Lakers go for some fair reason. Okay, see. Was giving all the niggas don't want to win one game. So somebody this is gonna, be... gonna win eight games. I'm gonna laugh. Somebody, what you say? League, somebody in this league this year is gonna win eight games. And I'm gonna laugh. Bro, bro, David Stern gonna turn to the hitman nigga in two seconds. That nigga, that nigga gonna grow a bar card be a, a barcode behind his neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But so. Yeah, we the Lakers could be either five to eight. It's it's they could be five to eight. In a perfect world, they could be four. But five to eight is re, is honestly being honest in health. So, but yeah, um, let's go ahead and talk about the continue the Clippers. Uh, well, we kind of did talk about the Clippers, but the Clippers they will be one, two, three, or four. Simple as that. Worst case scenario, they are playing a team just because the team not constructed well. Or got too many bodies, or they got too many wings. It's just what it yeah. is. They have too many fucking wings. They have but all they the have, wings that teams commodity. But they I have think, such. They got crazy amount of depth. And, and if they lose it this year, Steve Ballmer will probably blowing it up. I wouldn't see. Wrong. So much sell it and say fuck this basketball. Oh, he ain't gonna sell, gonna sell it. Nah. He probably that's that that team they need to for Las like Vegas or Seattle. That's really what's yeah. gonna happen. There's no point of having two teams in LA anyway. No, that, so nigga already, that nigga already paid for a new arena. They staying in L.A. Yeah. He already paid for Oh, yeah, he did pay arena. for a new arena. Yeah, they ain't but, going hey, nowhere. Look, the Clippers' name probably moved to Seattle. <laughs> uh, and they just changed their name. But, no, they're just, they're just probably just called now because they want the Sonics to come back as an entity and let OKC just be his own. Entity. I don't see why he just didn't build an arena in Las Vegas, yo. I don't know. I think it's just the fact he just want to be – look, that man just want to be old in L.A. 
Shit, Odie Las Vegas don't sound too bad either. And just in LA, it's just a drive away. Mm-hmm. He ain't oh. got to worry about getting back to his shower in Las Vegas like you do in LA. <laughs> <laughs> <That's what laughs> Steve Barber getting back door to his shower is fucked up. <laughs> it happened to Pop Smoke. I know, but gee, I can just imagine Steve Bomber's house having the most elite security. Like, even if you trespass. Bro, Steve Bomber probably try to fight you head on. Just tap his hand like, come on. Huh. <laughs> he probably got them hoes, too. So I like, that's what I think. Like, for one, Steve it's Bomber just security. That he too, and he too erratic not to have them business, bro. It's either that, he's going to try to choke you out. He's kind of dead. Yeah, so he too erratic not to have. He can't sit down, bro. He he one of the motherfuckers that chewy racist. I can tell he that can't. man was that man was in the Microsoft office just probably picking fights just because. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, he ain't never had no allegations, bro, because he was known as that crazy nigga, folks. That's it. Like he was he was the type of nigga who would smack the water kind of stuff, some shit, folks. Like he broke the refrigerator door handle or something, G. Right, like, he did that to get the people in the office hyped up for today. Man. You they released Windows this. XP. That nigga was clapping. You can hear that from miles away, bro. But, um, well, nah, shout out to Steve Bomber, though. If they do it this year, <laughs> hey, shout out to the Clippers. I just don't want to hear Clippers. It's fun seeing Clippers fans fail, so I kind of yeah, want to keep it that they, way. They, they talk too crazy. <laughs> they talk too crazy. Yeah, but if the Clippers fail, it is what it is, but... They also, you got to remember, they got a really good coach, too. Ty Lewis, yeah, Ty Lewis still, I think, we had the regardless of them having some so far, pieces a good that coach may out of whack, I think he's yes. going to be able to make it, make yeah, it work. So far, a good coach can take you. Rick Carlisle gave up. Fuck it. The Jazz <laughs> coach. <laughs> My man, the Jazz coach. There's only so much you can do with uh, Goldberg and, uh, <laughs> and Donovan Mitchell, G. And, <laughs> that nigga retired from basketball. Utah. He said, I'm going to step away from the game. That nigga said, I don't, I, look, I'm good, bro. I can't deal with no more stress. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then we go to Golden State. Um, One, two, three, or four. Yeah, I'm going to go three and four with them. I think they're going to have a slight fallback. Slight fallback. One Draymond punch from uh, from being a fifth seed. That too. Or Steph Curry <laughs> uh, ankle injury. Yeah, uh, ankle roll is fine. Oh, I'm going to say this as well. Clay Thompson got it good right now. <laughs> Very Niggas, good. No, Clay Thompson... Is getting away with murder, by the way. That nigga <laughs> is not nowhere near the Clay Thompson that we know and love. He may give you a random, I, I'm 10 from 10 from three game, but then he'll go two for 10 the next night. That nigga is making $200 million to not even be an all-star. And that nigga is getting away with murder. Cause and, and, and I can't be mad at it. I can't. But... As much niggas sit there and say, oh, Draymond ain't worth the money. Klay Thompson is getting $200 million to not be an all-star. Hey, I don't, I don't know, man. They, they, they felt that the man was worth it. They that man sat it. for two I'm years not. and got two and got hundred millions. Legend. <laughs> Generational wealth, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you know, you already had it. Daddy played in the league, but it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, the Warriors they gonna be a they gonna be comfortable. They gonna be comfortable. Like like unless Barn Steph ankles falling apart, but 
That'd be fine. What do you think that they will have to do, or if there's anything that they can do to at least make it back to a conference finals? I think they, if everybody stay healthy and things chemistry wise stay the same, they'll be in the conference finals. You gotta, you gotta worry about that. Nobody figured them. They just, they just have to worry about nobody figuring them out. Yeah, the league. But that was the biggest thing. Like they had, the Celtics was too young. Like the Memphis was too young. They didn't have the experience to fight a Warriors run. They gotta pray they don't run into a team. Clippers, Bucks. the Nuggets. Nug- no, nah, I think the Nuggets are probably lose to them. Look, I don't think the Nuggets will let a Warriors run. If Draymond, if Draymond is not on that team, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. He no, no, he, they they ran into a team. They they ran into like a Bron. Bron can withstand. They might not win, but he can withstand a Warriors run and make shit competitive. The Brooklyn Nets, as constructed, can withstand a Warriors run and make it competitive. So they might not win, definitely, because the Brooklyn Nets is the LA Lakers of the East. But you just know gotta, you, you, you gotta, they gotta work, um, and just play their run into the Clippers. You gotta play that. You gotta play the bubble game. Anybody but the Lakers, I want to fight play against. Just you, 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 you avoid the fucking Lakers. So, so and 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 that's the same thing. The Warriors just gotta avoid the Clippers. Let the Clippers yep. run into the Nuggets. Nuggets win. Who the fuck guarding that nigga? <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't the it ain't the same defense that they put on Giannis with the half back dive and stuff like that. Who fuck guarding Jokic? So you just gotta gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, but I think the Warriors is gonna be good. I think I don't know if they go to another conference final. It's just something in my body is telling me if Brian them don't make a miracle, it's the Nuggets. So. Yeah, I think my I, – I got some high – Oh, yeah, the Grizzlies the out the blood, by the way. So, they might get humbled by the Grizzlies. Like, because the Warriors fans do not like John. John probably, John probably want to send Steph Curry home. I think John wants to give Steph 40 a night <laughs> just off principle. Just to stake his claim as he's that new nigga. Yeah. So, but, but um, in the words of Urkel, he was talking about LeBron. Hey, uh, Curry like thirty something. He ain't got that much longer, so you really don't. So, um, <laughs> let's moving on to the final team in the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns. Now I know we talk about fall offs. The motherfucker about to be six or seven. Folks. They that about to fall. This team is falling off. Yeah, I <laughs> wouldn't Paul be shocked. I think somebody is getting, getting older. Old. Chris Paul's getting older. DeAndre Aiden does not want to be there. <laughs> and all I'm gonna say is this. ESPN said Devin Booker a top ten player. I, I, that's all I'm saying. I, we gotta see it. Devin Booker had to shut me the fuck up this year. That's all I'm gonna say. Devin Booker <laughs> shut me the fuck up. Nah, bro, they was working out during a game, fucking win, uh, a game one win or something like that. They got sent home by Luca, bro. Now Luca's a bigger entity that we think before, and it's their fault. Their fault. Look, Luca, Luca did his niggas, job. Niggas, niggas got Luca. Niggas got Luca right after Giannis, bro. And it's their fault. Look, man. <laughs> it's look. their fault. Hey, niggas look. got niggas they, got Luca before Joel and B, and it's their fault. Hey, look, G, look. It was about to be goddamn fault. Look, they they made I'm, a nigga named Jose Alvarado be a thing, my nigga. <laughs> they, he got a nigga named Alvarado. That nigga the year in the NBA because of them, bro. They gave they they gave a nigga named Alvarado. And they, he has a nickname now, bro. 
Damn, he do got a name. Grand Theft Alvarado. Alvarado, G. He gonna be talking about this nigga when we sixty, bro. Y'all know about no Grand Theft Alvarado. When our kids, kids gonna be playing two K. Alvarado, <laughs> nigga, on the uh twenty twenty two uh Pelicans, man, he was ripping niggas up, man. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you know about Alvarado, <laughs> but yeah, uh the Suns is about to. I pray for them. <laughs> I pray for yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> because. They could easily, they could honestly still remain a top four seed on the lower end, as in the four. Or they could be a fucking yep. play-in for all we know. Yeah. Like, I, Jay Crowder wants to, I don't know what the fuck you do. Look, Jay Crowder does not deserve to ask out at all. He's one of those people like, what the fuck? But what you do for Jay Crowder to want to leave? That shit, that has to be a stinky situation, bro. Yes, yeah, it's, it's some funk. Some funk, bro. That's some wild shit right there. That is some wild Miles shit. JaVale? JaVale, was they run protector? Hold on. Let me look at this. Let's pull up the uh, death chart real quick. Shout out to ESPN for this death chart, G. They, they, they got Biz Biombo still. That's unfortunate because that nigga about to come back down to reality. Um, <laughs> let's see. Chris Paul, Devin Book, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Aiden supposed to be the starting lineup. I have the most respect for Cam Johnson. I think he's going to be one of the best role-playing shooters in the league. But... Campaign, he's that nigga became a whatever. Niggas literally make a meme saying, "Did we ever see Landry Shamet make a three? But he's one of the best shooters in the league. There's a meme about that nigga. Tory Craig, okay. Dario Saric is finally back, okay. Bismack Biombo, Josh Okogi, like bro, this team don't hit what it, how it used to hit. Like I like Mikael, Mikael Bridges is I think what he's supposed to be. Cam Johnson is going to be what he's supposed to be, a knockdown shooter. DeAndre Aiden is not happy. Chris Paul is getting older. He's Chris Paul is almost 38 or 39 this year. And probably not happy. Probably not happy at all. And plus, your owners are fucking, and your, your team's up for sale. And Chris Paul is going to be 38 by time the playoffs hit. The only person I I say I'm really expecting anything out of as far as a good season is Devin Booker because I think he's he's in that same spot that Jason Tatum is. He got to recover from a bad loss, and it's one of those losses that supposed to elevate you as a player. You're supposed to learn from that, and you know, at, at least as a player, because as a, for the team, I don't know how much more he can do for the team. But like as a player, you, I think you know what's funny? You ain't bad. You ain't nothing. How long Booker. Devin Booker been in the league? I think Devin Booker. I'm about to look right now. Devin Booker's been in the league. Seven seasons now. Nah, hold on, wait, hold on. Um, God damn it, ESPN used on point for everything else. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven years. Damn, years. he don't even got no Hall of Fame case yet. Shit, yo, by year ten, if he ain't got no Hall of Fame case, this is about to look nasty, bro. This is about to look nasty. I ain't gonna oh lie. I don't think he's gonna be able to. It ain't nothing else he can really do. Man, he gotta win a chip. He ain't never getting the MVP. Throw that out the window. No, I'm talking about not, nothing, nothing too individual. I think. He has a gold medal. Carlos Boozer has a gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
I didn't even know Boozer was on that team. I'm like, I forgot Boozer was on that team. <laughs> Boozer was in that team. Like, I'm like, nigga, what? Team. Why are you talking like he was in the field, nigga? Bro, that Kevin Durant. I didn't even know Kevin Durant was on that team, but he put in fucking work. KD was on that team. 18. He was 18. Yeah, Kevin Durant was the young blood who was just there. It was just like, he's here. Okay. Like how AD was on the 2012 team. Just here. So, but, uh, but yeah, Devin Booker. Look, Devin Booker, for this team to remain where, as in a top four seed, Devin Booker has to legit, has has a, has to be an actual MVP season. Like, legit MVP numbers. I'm talking, like, yeah, he had 27, 5, and 5 last year. That's, that's lovely, but that needs to be 27, uh, Six and seven, maybe twenty nine, six and seven. He has to literally play out his rapid ass mind, and he has to be an actual two way two way player. Actual. I can't argue that no more. He has to be <laughs> an actual two way player. Yep, that's the only way that the Suns team remains top four. Luca took his clamp badge away. I can't honor that no more. So. He never had it. The fuck you mean? <laughs> <laughs> he never had it. <laughs> Niggas threw me analytics and I was getting fried. I was like, ah, it's cool. But my eyes, the eye never fucking lied, nigga. And all I'm going to say is this. That nigga was never, never. You just, you could just throw niggas in there because it's just, it's nice to say. Because n- a lot of niggas don't play defense. <laughs> a lot okay. of niggas don't play defense, bro. It's not that many I even really consider Kawhi as a two-way nigga no more. Kawhi kind of has to earn it back, but Kawhi gets it off principle. <laughs> this is just off principle. <laughs> Kawhi got his best player of the year, so he was so Kawhi has two defense player of the years. That nigga's going to be the two-way conversation one. forever. I thought it was two. I could have sworn that nigga has two. He got one. Hold on, I'm pretty sure it was two. He got one because Rudy to Gobert stole, stole one from him and Draymond. No, it's two. And no, he has two. Then or, he no, he two? stole one from He has two. Kawhi has two. He stole what? one from Draymond, I think. Draymond was I supposed to have one. Yeah, I think Kawhi took one of those was supposed to be Draymond's. One of those was supposed to be Draymond's. I think that was the year that oh, uh, yeah. when his he ankle. He did win one, and ESPN had the little awards thing. No, he won. He has two legit NBA given. I know, but he, ESPN did the awards thing when he won his. Oh, yeah, yeah. The oh. NBA awards oh, and yeah, honors yeah, yeah, and some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. They stopped doing that shit, thank God. Yeah, that shit was ass. We all had to wait to the season over to see who was going to be MVP. That was nasty times. Yeah, that shit was stupid. So, yeah, so um, the West is going to be a dogfight. But uh, let's go ahead just so we can wrap up our uh, season preview. So, uh, MVP, who we got for MVP this year? Oh, MVP? Uh. Um... It's probably no, cause Joel said he ain't looking for it no more. Probably somebody new. Like you looking at like a Zion, a John, AD. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I've kind of given up on AD winning MVP. No, I think he have a. I think he, this year he shocks a lot of people, or he injured all the time. So either way. Um, but yeah, I think you look at like a Tatum, a John. Isaiah, I don't see Curry in it. Yoke is going to have voter fatigue. And you always got to throw Giannis in there, always. Not mad at it. Yoke has become a three-time MVP. I'm done watching basketball and become a baseball guy. Have fun with that. Y'all going to hear me talk about RBIs. 
<laughs> they just gonna sit there and say, "Hey, man, that man Aaron Judge." <laughs> but um, mine's Luca is my top pick, depending on how things go. Luca's in there. Zion, I can't see a seven seed win the MVP, bro. Look, it, it depends. It depends where they fall. It just depends where they fall. But he's gonna get votes. Um, Zion, if Tatum plays out his rabbit ass, bro, I think it's gonna be him. But I think if if Zion is healthy and the Pelicans is who we who we think the league wants them to be, the Zion agenda push is gonna be disgusting. Cause the league needs an American born nigga to look good. Like yes, we have a lot of foreign niggas taking over, but we need an American born player who who can stay on the court. That's the most important thing. An American born player that can stay his ass on the court, be the face of this league, despite the fact that a lot of foreigners can win this league money, but. Zion, Luca, and I'm gonna put Tatum in that conversation. What my top three for MVP? Um, my top three is Giannis, uh, Tatum, and uh, yeah, Zion. I would, I, I think I could put Zion in there. Only reason I don't put Luca in there is because I feel like he 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 can have the stats, but I don't think the team is gonna show for it. Yeah, that's the case. He right, gonna man. step back his ass off. That's one thing he's gonna do. It's just like, like I said, seven C ain't gonna win on MVP. <laughs> but I get yeah. it. But uh, coach of the year. I don't know. I don't know. About Let's that go to somebody game. who ain't winning last year who was supposed to. Because they gave it to Monty, right? They probably go to Taylor Jenkins. Um, what's the Jenkins. Pelicans coach? Uh, what's the little homie name? He black. Uh, is it John? Fuck. No, Willie, Willie Green. Green. Willie Green. Willie Green. There we go. Willie Green. Willie Green. Uh, I I think it's definitely Willie Green. Darvin Ham. Then we go to the East. Can't be a Doka. That nigga about to, that nigga about to win two, 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 four to six. Extend the stay. Okay, Booter Holes of Spocia. Doc. Because the East, the Philly's fucking around to be the one seed. That's literally what we said last week, too. And Nurse. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. And um, if and the Cavaliers coach, even though with Bickerstaff, if, if, mm-hmm. if yeah, I think if if Cleveland's a top four seed, Bickerstaff might actually win it. Like this nigga figured out to put two bigs on the court with two little ass guards. <laughs> at one point it was three. They had Lori playing small four at one point. They bro. did, and that, that shit worked. <laughs> Saved Lori's career for them to get Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Now that nigga, now that nigga is stuck in Utah. I feel bad. I really don't feel bad for Lori. Um, <laughs> I really don't. Uh, six man of the year. Um, uh, Tyler Hero might go two for two. Uh, what's that boy name from Memphis? The little, the little Zeph point guard. Oh, oh, uh, uh, pansexual, <laughs> pansexual Brooks. Yeah, cause I don't think he's gonna start. <laughs> 
I thought he was starting last year. Wasn't he starting? Yeah, uh, he was injured in the playoffs. Uh, but I don't remember. But and uh, I, I'm pretty sure the reason we know who Desmond Bain is is just because that nigga ain't start. That's true. Dang, you that means you um, expect him to have a he hooping in and that's the case. But um, yeah, I think what you ain't gotta you ain't you just gotta help your team win and win this player of the year. All that scoring, I, I I hate that we have the scoring shit. We get that's, like that's kind of the main. The that's kind of the the main. I think that's draw. because that's the main guys who have won it are known scorers. That's the main draw, at least in recent history. Nah, even in history. <laughs> in history, wait before Tyler like Hero. Crawford, before Tyler you know, Hero, it was who? I'm about to look it up real quick because I remember uh, the year that the Lakers won a championship. I think it was Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson yeah, got man that. Montrez won. It was Montrez was like probably the most non-scoring nigga who won. He but, did um, average like twenty-two and ten or something like that yeah. though. Ginobili, Detlef Shrimp, Lou Will, Kevin Mc. Shout out to Kevin McHale, man. Um, <laughs> Bobby Jones. That's a that's a league name right there. Bobby Jones. That nigga used to jump mm-hmm. out the gym. Cool coach. Uh, Steph's daddy. John fucking Starks. Um, <laughs> that's fucked up. Bobby Jackson, Antoine Jameson, Ben Gordon, Mike Miller, Barbosa, Jason Terry, Lamar Odom, J.R. Smith, James Harden. Is niggas, niggas coming off the bench who can score. <laughs> that's literally what it's always been. Niggas come yep. off the bench and score. Like probably the least scoring nigga on this list is Anthony Mason. No, who was that? Who was that? The Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale, Bill Walton. After Bill Walton, fuck Some Bill nigga Walton. Ricky that. Pierce, and he was a shooting guard. It was somebody you named that won the fucking score, bro. Gee, I just literally. Oh, pe- John Sparks went the fucking score. That nigga was ass. That nigga was ass. That nigga pass the ball to you and he fell the way. I don't even hate Josh Sparks. He was a Nick at the time when the Bulls was rivaling with me. Hey, Josh Sparks, because I picked him up in the league, and that was the worst play I have ever played. Oh, John never forget that league. Nature was triggered. Josh Sparks was ass. Immediately. I ain't never played with an ass nigga like that in my life. Man was trying to trade him every week. Man, Josh Sparks was one of the worst players I ever played with, bro. That's 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 crazy. Yeah, I'm playing with Rondo right now. Hey. And Cal Corver. Hey. Um, but I think I just traded Cal Corver. Yeah, I do. You did what you You're probably going here for Rondo again. Hey. Nah, I got Rondo a 90 overall in that game. He did. He maximized. I'll talk about real life. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. He, Rondo was a what a three time champion, four time yeah, champion, also, or something uh, like that. And man's an abuser too. <laughs> oh yeah, he did uh, beat the shit out of him. Jim, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Rondo's out the league, but um, yeah. six man is tough. Um, it could be Tyler Hero, whoever teams Jordan Clark's. If Jordan Clarkson finds his way out of Utah, um, he's in the conversation. Uh, they got Pat Bear starting, right? On um, if the Lakers, as of right now, we don't know who that starting lineup might be. But if Pat Bev comes off the bench and does some shit, he he could be in that conversation. I'm gonna throw a uh, Norman Powell on the Clippers. He's a no, that's such a boring name. I know, but Norman Powell is a good possibility of somebody who could win six man. So, um, yeah, or Bone, oh, wait, oh, wait, Bones Highland on the Nuggets. Bones Highland. Yeah, I see that. 
I can see him possibly doing it. But uh, okay, see that. But most improved player. Zion. That means that man has to average thirty this year. You know that, right? Zion. You know, most improved players. You're an MVP without being an MVP. Yeah, job changed. Right. Ben Simmons. Ja MVP runner up. Ja changed the rules. <laughs> but uh, Ben Simmons. Uh, fuck. A mighty stable. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga might not be in the league in three years, so that's crazy. Niggas call him Andre Robeson two point oh. G, that's fucked up. Man. <laughs> yeah, most improved is yeah. It's most improved is definitely tough. That's one of them joints you can't have before the season starts, bro. It just you just you just say a name and hope it happens. That's that's what it is. Uh, defensive player of the year, Scotty Barnes, maybe. Scott, if Scotty Barnes is a good. That's actually a good pick, honestly. If I was Scottie trying to Bar- think of somebody newer. Yeah, Scotty Barnes was Scottie honestly Barnes. if, but he has to be like a solid All Star, like legitimate, like ain't no way around an All Star for him to get it. But I can see it. Um, but defensive player of the year. Giannis. Giannis. Joel Embiid. Yeah, um, Anthony Davis. I Marcus think it, Smart. Honestly, if AD stays healthy, I don't know if he'd be an MVP conversation, but he is way past due for defensive player of the year. He is All extremely right, here we go, way past It's going to be on there just because. Yeah, it's just out of pure respect. Yeah. Um. So... Points leader. I just threw this out there because I'm like, scoring champ is important to niggas because niggas love buckets. Uh, score champ. Uh, I'm going to throw Giannis in there again. Well, for scoring champ? Yeah. Giannis, Giannis is scoring champ. That means you need to make some moves if you're the Bucks. That's all I'm going to say. Make the move. Just because I want him to have a better season and he has to do something to to get himself out of that funk. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw Tatum in there. That's a good option. Um, I'm gonna say Devin Booker because I feel like he's going to have to score more on this team. Devin yeah, that's, that was cool. So I was thinking about too. And Zion. Zion makes sense too. Zion just he scores. The game is too easy. It's too easy from the score. So I'm gonna give Zion in that conversation. But Devin Booker or Zion. Somebody else I'm thinking of. Uh, Detroit, I can't think there? of nobody. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, let's get it. to let's get to some interesting shit. First coach to get fired. You made Doka. Honestly, that's that's a that's a valid that's a valid answer. I think yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Most surprising team this season. Who do you think is going to be the, the team that just we are sleeping on and might just shock everybody? Um, it's nobody that I'm, I feel like I'm really sleeping on, but I think that uh, most surprising. I want to go back to the Pelicans, honestly. I think the Pelicans are going to be 
are going to be a little bit better than expected. I think they have a good core that they're working with right now. If Zion is coming to be the, the talent that we think he is, I think that, that definitely boosts their stock a lot. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Pelicans on this one. I think they're a team that you – like I said, they're a team that you're not going to want to see in the first round for sure. Like they they possibly might get somebody out the paint early. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with – the Raptors, even though they were already established playoff team, I think I think Scotty Barnes takes the next step and they make a move. They gonna make a move that improves them to be a solid like a solid legitimate solid fourth top three team in the East this year. I don't know what it is, but they it's just that they the young players already got champion experience. Siakam tends to always get better every season. Scotty Barnes is Possibly could be Boris Diaw on steroids, and overall they're a well coached team, and the young players just continue to produce. So, I think the Raptors are gonna be a lot better than we give credit for. So that's gonna be my surprise thing. Rock with that. Thank you. Nigga, yeah. I hear a little bit of uh, a little nasally snoring. Yeah, it sounded like a snore. Yeah, we lost day <laughs> tragedy. It, it was time. It was time. Oh, you talking about me? Yeah, it was oh, time. Shit, yeah, I was falling asleep. Surprise! Y'all can Just... keep going. Go ahead, keep doing the rest of it. All right, uh, but anyway, yeah. y'all can do it without me. All right, we'll go later. Be smooth, bro. All right, all right, peace. All right, bro. Huh. All right, so Daytra, we we already knew it was time. We we're also we're two hours into the NBA shit. This shows that we're giving you guys NBA content because wrestling is going to be real short this week. I'm just letting you niggas know right now. But um, disappointing team, Tyler. Who do you think is going to be the most disappointing team? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I hate to say it. I really do. I feel like the Bulls are going to disappoint me in some way. I agree. I definitely agree. And it's not that they're going to be a bad team. It's just that they can't do anything right now to improve. Like they kind of like stuck where they're at until some shit ho- opens up for them. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like they they not having Lonzo really sucks. You know, I feel bad that you know he can't. You know, he's these knee injuries because I feel like he he's key to them being a better team, especially defensively. Mm-hmm. Um. They got to they, – they need to find somebody that can – as point guard-wise, they need to find somebody that can – if if not, if they don't plan on rolling with who they got, they need to find somebody that can settle that offense so you don't have your main two scores playing iso ball because that's going to get nipped in the bud real quick by these other teams like it did last season. Yep, um, the front court still needs some work. I know they picked up Andre Drummond. We're still trying to see what Patrick Williams is going to do, but – is that they don't, right now they just don't have room to they have room to improve but they don't have an outlet. I get it and I respect that, like I I do. Um, but yeah, I have nothing else to add. You hit everything about the Bulls. Fuck the niggas. Um, but we're still gonna go to Bulls games because they're gonna be good enough to make the playoffs. They're gonna be entertaining enough. So, um, potential. What is who? What do you think is gonna be the biggest trade that? 
besides Westbrook, because I feel like that's a gimme, possible gimme. But outside of Westbrook, who do you think could be a big potential blockbuster trade we can hear about or what happen? I still think KD is a possibility. KD, um, like we talked about earlier, I think if, if Portland call call certain teams, that Damian Lillard trade is gonna look very, very nice for for specific teams. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it maybe an episode or two ago. You know the possibility of uh, of the Bucks, you know, looking for options for Chris Middleton still. Yeah, I, I I tease that as well. Where like if you can upgrade Chris Middleton, that's why when you said. Giannis went scoring champ. I'm like, if Giannis has to win scoring champ, that means he's doing more. There's, a, there's a lack of scoring. Yeah, there's a lack of scoring. So. But yeah, okay. Um, um, there's somebody else that was coming to mind. Uh, no, nah, I don't. I was gonna say somebody from Phoenix, but I don't think they. No. Not not right now, at least not this nah. season. Nah, I don't see. Like, I don't even count Aiden because Aiden's somebody I think will eventually get traded. It's just him and Westbrook is kind of those like, uh, yeah, it's like, eh, let's see what happens. But um, finals prediction, and we'll wrap it up for basketball from there. Finals prediction. East, give me either the Bucks or Philly. The West, give me Warriors. No. The West, give me Nuggets or or Warriors. Okay. I'm going to be a little bit more solid. I'm going to say Philly breaks through. Philly finally breaks through. Mm-hmm. We get Philly. Versus the Nuggets. Yeah, Philly versus we'll the Nuggets. We finally get to see that. That'd be a good matchup, especially for people that like narratives. We get to see who really is the better center we between the see, two. We get the definitive best center in the league, which comes, which always turns into the best player in the league conversation. Um, even though I don't think that that should lead into that, I know, that really, it, it, I'll be, you know it always it do. It happens. I, I definitely it, will, but I don't, that, that'd be stupid to me. I know, but you still got factor in this. Regardless, KD and LeBron are just getting older. But it'd be disrespectful to Giannis as well. Right, I was going to say Giannis to me is, be is the best player Giannis, in the league. To me, it's definitively it should be him. But um, but MB versus Jokic, hard and fire to get it breaking through. Uh to a final to the finals again. Um Philly just being in the championship itself, I think the Nuggets making their first NBA uh championship appearance. Um and then you got two fresh teams. You're getting the overseas community. So you're getting money regardless. Um right. but yeah. But yeah, so um my un- now I'm gonna give this my very undercut like, hey, this might be some like, yo, what the fuck? But Lakers, <laughs> Lakers, the 
would be one of them. Then Bron say, I'm, I'm, I'm forcing it all the way through. LeBron this season says type. no. AD's healthy, and Russ is on his best behavior. Or Russ got turned into some, some, some goal. So, but um, Lakers. Heat part two. Nasty. Lakers versus Heat part two. That that, bro, that is nasty. I know, but gee. Only way I see the Heat making the finals is they got to make a move. Yeah. I think now they really do have to make a move. You're, they're good enough to to get to that conference finals, but beyond that, you you can't do anything. You don't have anybody else to to, to pair along with Jimmy. You yeah. need that. But even then, they still took some of the best teams to seven games. But and you know what? In a seven-game series, sometimes all you need is – your best player to say no. And one thing about Jim, yeah. he's not scared to say no. With the faux locks and all. He better cut that shit. Um, <laughs> he better cut that but shit. But I, 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 um, I can see a scenario where that plays out, though. Mm-hmm. Lakers. I think Lakers, the Lakers like, more has yo. to work out for the Lakers than I think it has to work out for the Heat, though. I think yeah. the Heat will make it back before the Lakers do. No, nah, I agree. Like, that's not a bad take at all. But, yeah, so that's my... It's definitely not going to happen, but if I was to put 50 cent on a potential finals matchup that could win me a million dollars, I would do that. Yeah. I, I would do that. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate – well, we'll wrap up the NBA portion, but we appreciate you guys for listening watching. If you're watching us on YouTube, thanks for listening for us for two hours, ramble about all these goddamn teams and storylines. NBA season starts next week. Tyler, we got to talk about how we're about to uh, spread this year, this league pass for the year uh, money because I'm not trying to pay Adam Silver $20 a month when it's $100. Yeah, a month. We, we got to have this discussion. Just send, so me, send me the price and then we'll decide when we're going to pay for it. No, we're just going to decide immediately and we're going to split that $100 three separate ways. So that's $33 each. Scott Steiner math, nigga. But, um, but that's what I'm saying. Just let me know when yeah. so I can make sure I put the money to the side because, you know, yeah, it got to be I a know. check that's Shit. not a rent check I know. for me, but, um, at least. But anyway, but like, comment, subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for the wrestling portion if you're listening. Follow us on Twitter at 3S from the ring as well. Peace and stand by. Please stand by. I hop on a jet when I hop on a phone. I'm tuning my channel to pay phone and I'm changing that tone. Yo, 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 what's good? We back. If you listen to the audio and we're back, this is the wrestling portion of Threes from the Rain. And if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. You know the vibes. Rock with us. Follow us on Twitter, 3S from the Rain. Because it's going to be one day. I'm going to make a Patreon. And certain content is going to be put behind a paywall. Because I'm going to be very capitalistic. I can't wait for the day. But that's going to be for the real day, one fans. Y'all rock with us. But anyway, wrestling time. And woo-wee, man. Shout out to this past week in wrestling. Quick news, we're just going to knock this shit out the way now. John Moxley resigned for AEW. I ain't mad at it. Go ahead and get your check, Playboy. You are carrying that company. You'll be doing a hell of a job this year. Even though they put you in some mid-ass, unnecessary-ass fucking matches. But shout out to you, my brother. I respect it. Um, Shout out to him for keeping a professional too. Yeah, like that man is really sacrificed. That man's supposed to be on vacation with his wife and chilling with his newborn. 
and he's been working without a contract pretty much the whole summer they said exactly that 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 in itself is like not it um but i respect him for either for doing so either or and especially when you got that goddamn naperville ass villain cm punk um just wasting away and fucking shit up so shout out to moxley g you you are a real real one and you're making your case of why whenever if AEW has a hall of fame you need to be the first inductee absolutely like respect but um what else quick news wise um oh announcer changes uh wwe changed the announcers so for smackdown uh started on season premiere it was uh wade barrett is now gonna be on smackdown until pat mcafee makes his grand return but it's uh wade barrett and michael cole on smackdown and then on monday night raw they gave um Corey Graves and um, Corey Graves and and the uh, UK nigga, I forgot his name. The UK nigga that's not Vic Joseph or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, they got also according to Michael Cole. I think for now on, or at least until further notice, the only announcers that's gonna main announcers that's gonna be on the pay per views is him and is uh, him and him and Corey Graves. Yes, but yeah, um, it's cool. I don't mind that. Yeah, and then NXT. NXT. <laughs> Hold on, real quick, just so I make sure I'm giving dude's name right. Kevin Patrick. He's him. It's Kevin yep. Patrick okay. and Corey Graves. Uh, on Raw. So then, but NXT, G. NXT, man. Y'all ready for this? I don't. Think we got the ready. five time. Five time. Six, if you count his WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Six-time World Heavyweight Champion, Booker T. And Vic Joseph. Look, man. Love or hate Booker T, G. On commentary specifically. Because I feel like you can't hate Booker T. But. There should be no reason ever. To disrespect Booker T on commentary. Ever. Ever. There was some great moments. Some like yo, what the hell's? Definitely a lot of what the hell's because that's was one of his catchphrases. What the hell? But there is a six-part video compilation of Booker T on commentary, and if you can't say tell me that is not raw, pure entertainment, I don't know what it is. You guys, you missing out. You missing out. Like, gee, Booker T is on NXT with Vic Joseph. G, that is a Odd ass combination, but you niggas crying for Moro to come back. You're getting Moro, but but with Booker T, my nigga. Basically, you you're getting the the way better version, G. And you gotta respect it, G. We get Shucky, G. I don't know. See, I have to rewatch NXT because I need to see his reaction to Nikita Lines if she was on this week's episode, but. When that nigga sees Nikita butt drop into a pen, golden reactions, my nigga. When he sees toxic attraction, shucky ducky quack quack is coming back. You know what it is, G. Booker T on commentary is some of the greatest things ever. And God forbid he doesn't go to his, uh, what you'll call his impact. Uh, announcer name Black Snow, 
Goated. Goated. I'm I'm happy that he's back on the the main announcement team. I feel like not that they were necessarily missing somebody, but it always helps to have a recognizable personality. Yeah. Somebody that's kind of that's a little bit over the top. Sometimes he can be over the top, and it's a good over the top sometimes. Yeah. Like somebody said, like uh, I think it was the comeback spot. Um, they told when I when we was talking when it was announced on Twitter. And I said, this is going to be some great shit. And they say it's either going to be some of the gr- most legendary moments or it's going to be a car crash. And even a car crash is just entertaining, G. Yep. So, I'm all for it, G. I'm, like, I'm happy for it. So, But let's go ahead, recap Extreme Rules. Well, that's SmackDown had its season premiere. Let's go SmackDown. Today. Oh, yeah, we got to start with that. All right, so... I'm trying to. How does SmackDown open? Go ahead and uh, because I think you 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 your memory on is a little stronger than mine. So it was the season premiere of SmackDown. Um, you know, of course they opened up with the Bloodline. Logan Paul and Roman uh did another face to face. Logan Paul, you know, questioning you know who's really in command, who's really in second command. Mm-hmm. And uh and Jay, you know he he stepped he stepped up. It was like you tweaking. You don't, you don't get to question us. You're not blood. We blood. We the ones. You feel me? But everybody in the group was like looking at him like, bro, you need to calm down a little bit. And it's specifically Roman. He was like, I am the tribal chief, but you you see me trying to, you know, defend the honor of the family. Why you why you tweaking? Let me let me do this. So he kinda he was the way he was looking at Jay, he looked at him until Jay just started slowly just stopped talking and just stared at that nigga like <laughs> I'm I'm not happy with you. I'm about to I'm about to beat your ass like I did the last time. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Basically. <laughs> basically. Uh, yeah, so so then yeah. Sammy Sammy basically stepped up to to defend to kind of defend it. Jay, but at and the same time the because Rome, he cool Roman now, he can kinda of step up and say certain stuff. But he he low key he treated Jay. He told him you're not you're not cool, dude. You're not cool. Everybody else is cool. Jimmy be smiling, Jimmy be happy, he don't have no problems with nobody. Solo, you know, he a little stern, but you know, he don't got no problems with nobody. You the only one that be tweaking, man. <laughs> so it's basically it's basically Jay. The ass whooping that Jay is gonna put on Sammy at some point is gonna be stuff legend, G. I'm telling you. He's gonna reach he's gonna reach his breaking point before the year is up. Or at least by January. It's, it's Especially if Roman gotta put hands on him again. Yeah, it's it's gonna be disgusting, G. It, it's gonna be disgusting when when that happens. It's gonna be legendary, but it's gonna be disgusting. But um but yeah, so then I think that's when they had the locker room segment where uh, well, they pretty much said, yeah, Jimmy is a, well, Jace, yeah, I, he always Sammy like said that. he's a hothead. Y'all, and then Roman's like, yeah, you always a hothead. I always have been one. And I'm tired of dealing with it. So he told Sammy, Sammy basically, you babysit him. It's your problem. It's if your I got, problem. If I got to do something again, I'm going to put hands on the boy. And I don't want to do that because that's my, that's my blood. Pretty much Roman hit him with it. Why would that man play games with me? Why would you play games with me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so moved on from there. Um, then uh, I think a match happened. 
Oh, uh, Solo versus Ricochet, pretty oh, good yeah. match. That was a decent match, yeah. So I like Solo's thing that he does when, like, he gets to a point where uh he gets frustrated in a map. He just in the match, he just walks out the ring, goes slams the announcer table, and picks up a chair. He's just like, gee, he just be raging. It's like, bro, just be irate for no reason. But they had a pretty solid match. Solo won, of course. Uh, yeah, I think I'm. I'm still. I think Solo is on the lowest of keys, playing his part into the right moment. I'm, it's going to get to the point where stuff is going to start to fall apart. I think he's going to play the role where he's going to be the one to still stick by Roman. He's going to stick close enough to be able to snake him. That'd be, that'd be a crazy storyline because it would make sense. But we'll see where that goes. But I feel you. Um, then that's when uh so uh hit row popped up in some nasty fits. Um the They need to stop that. They really look, need bro, to stop doing that. It's to the point also look. It's like AJ I said, Francis I'm happy that they back and Twitter. they get another shot at it. Yeah. But they gotta do something that's these fits is getting out of hand. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's not I don't the rap is they the gimmick, I don't have an issue with the gimmick, it's the fits. Yeah. yeah, AJ Francis like he responded to me on Twitter, so it's like I think that means we're under the we're under scope now. So I'm hoping if he listens, it's no offense, but G, big nigga to big nigga, G. No, Ashanti Adonis, fuck no. Be fat, please stop. do your thing, sis. Do your thing, sis. I ain't, I ain't, look. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. Hey. But but um but yeah, I feel like they could just do a bit a bit better with or well, a lot better with the with the fits if I'm being completely yeah, honest. It, and like we're not fashionable niggas ourselves. Like I try to be, but even then, like no, any real nigga, like no. And that goes for even for the the nigga who's not there no more. Swerve. Oh yeah, can you say he caught fucking boondocks jersey? Fucking child. Anyway. So, that led to Legato Del Fantasma making their main roster debut, beating the hell out these niggas, unfortunately, with Selena Vega. Hey. I, Alistair, I rock geez. with it. Alistair, my brother. Alistair. Come home. You get, she comes home to you, bro, but my nigga, you are, look, man. Blessed. Blessed. But if I get the chance. Put that nigga ass in the dirt. <laughs> For that. <laughs> but yeah, but great to see Zelina back. I, I, it sucks that uh, Electra Lopez pretty much, I guess, you got to make a storyline on how she did not make it. Make it. <laughs> to the... Yeah, because I'm still trying to Because when she pops up in that... NXT, gee. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like yeah, she like she got thrown out the truck or something. Like we we need an explanation. She was definitely in that got hopped in that truck when they uh exactly. So like unless you need to show me Zelina dragging her ass out the truck or something, or you you got something else planned for her or something. So but uh, but she yeah. did wrestle a couple times in NXT, so she might be trying to to branch out and be more of a wrestler too. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but Zelina's back. Fantasma niggas, the Latin Kings versus Hit Row Part Two. Um, 
So I'm all for it. I'm happy to see them on SmackDown. Um, but yeah, so I'm all good for it. Uh, Raquel and Shotzi versus Sonya Deville and Zia Lee. I, I'm be honest, fuck that match. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Um, Even though I do think the pairing of Shotzi and Raquel works better than than Raquel and Aaliyah. Yeah. Uh, and press to Aaliyah, she's going through. A, she's she's hurt. So she's hurt. She she confirmed that she was injured. So that you know, yeah. prayers for her recovery. Yeah. But uh, Karrion Cross pretty much beat the hell out of Drew despite Drew spawning on that nigga and it meant nothing. So that's unfortunate. Um, then uh oh, in the misses we had a backstage segment where the New Day. Pretty much is just mocking the Usos and Sammy. And Jimmy gets hot again, and they accept the match, and they told the New Day find a third. And the third became Braun Strowman, which led to a pretty decent match. Yeah. Yeah, pretty decent match. Um, and which Jay ends up costing them. Yeah, because Jay more S- Sammy just is just like, look, y'all niggas just refuse to get along. So it's like, you know what, I'm on both y'all ass. So... Um, also, the Viking Raiders uh, are t- teasing another return because I think one of them is hurt, but Sarah Logan is allegedly supposed to be part of them now. So, see where things go with yeah. that. Isn't and, Sarah Logan married to one of them? I don't remember. I really don't remember, but Sarah Logan is very uh, MAGA, so it is what it is, but she is thick, though. She's thick. Yeah. But, um, thick. Thick white yeah. girl. Yeah, but she's MAGA, so we got enough of those in WWE, unfortunately. <laughs> it's like it's like you got if you could be a thick white girl, but then you got to be MAGA. It's like what the fuck? So <laughs> it's like see, it's a catch. Ooh, it's a cool. catch. It's like look, it's a catch. Um, then LA Knight said, "Fuck y'all niggas." <laughs> Pretty much, I'm sick of this shit. I'm trying to help you guys out. You 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 crapping my style. <laughs> LA Knight said, "My man's is on straight weird shit." Back to- <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> then uh, we got Gunther versus Sheamus and another goddamn banger. Gunther wins again. I'm happy for him. I have no issue with it. I'm glad these niggas is fighting. Now he said the mat is sacred, but I'm gonna crack you with the shillelagh. Pretty much, cause that's sacred too. <laughs> he bringing sacredness <laughs> to the mat, so it's like, hey, but. Extreme rules time. So, um, we're just going to talk Starting about Starting off, right back into Gunther, Sheamus, exactly. Rollins, Brooks, and Imperium. We got a freaking... They got three... They got two match of the year. The Donnie Brook with the Brawling Brooks and Imperium and a Donnie Brook. Good old Donnie Brook. Niggas just getting their ass beat. Look, I have no issues with this match. I don't care. I'm happy that... Who, I don't care who won. won. I was entertained. Right, I- Man, they they really going at like the only thing that's left for them to do is probably probably war games. And even then, it's like the storyline. Like we care about them, but it's like for this to be the, the first only WWE thing that I would say games, you would do in that situation is you have to Gunther has to put up his Intercontinental Championship in that match still. Yeah, but once again, for this to be the first WWE war game. You need bigger names on it, and Roman has. Yes, yeah. so we, we already know. It, yeah, if this was NXT, yes, but this is WWE. Sorry, but great match, match definitely another match of the year candidate. These niggas is just giving us what we want, and I'm appreciative of. Um, next, SmackDown Women's Championship: Liv Morgan versus Ronda. Ronda won. Niggas is mad, but guess what? Liv Morgan was not about to three O Ronda. 
No. You, 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 even Triple H knows it's like it's certain things you just don't do. Like Seth Rollins, he can lose three in a row to Cody. Seth Rollins can not, literally lose all like six straight pay per views and be good, which is what he did. You can't have Liv Morgan three and zero Ronda, despite how many ass pull shenanigans you can pull. Money in the bank, cool. Uh, referee tweaking on the uh, on the on the on the fall, yes. You can only do it so many times. Yeah. So. It wasn't like, a bad match, but it ended the way it needed to end it, I believe. Exactly. Which, I don't think they're going to go right back into Ronda versus Charlotte. I think we're probably going to get Ronda and uh, Ronda oh, and Shayna. It is crown jewel season. Charlotte coming back. <laughs> she is. So, it's going to be Charlotte and maybe live in a triple threat. Um, cause that might be the only women's match on that card, possibly. We'll see. Um, but anyway, Drew versus Cross. I'm gonna be honest. I skipped this match cause I I didn't watch it live, so I skipped this match. Fuck the fuck that match. I didn't really care for it. But uh, shout to Cross. Cross won. Yeah, and I think it's a way to. Drew's been working hurt. They might be trying to give him some rest to write him off for a little while. So. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Bianca versus Bailey in a really freaking great ladder match. Great freaking ladder match. Bianca tanked this match, bro. When when uh damage control came out to attack her while Bailey was down, that mm-hmm. KOD she did to both of them to get that one move took them both out of took mm-hmm. them both out. And I'm not gonna lie, I did think that for a second that somebody else was gonna come out to help them. I mean, help mm-hmm. her. But I think this outcome was a lot better. I think her tanker her way through that was that adds to her legacies. Like she, yeah, that was, that was a good move. Yeah, because you really just want to make this her her defining championship run, you know? Because the yeah. first one was cool, but it's like this is her defining. Like, yo, I'm here. I, that like, was a moment. So for then sure. that way, when you, when she does lose, it's a big deal. But she she remains a big deal afterwards. So. Right. So, yeah, which even then, when she lost last year, she was still a big deal. But, like, this is like, yo. This her, she has this to like have her Cena run with the bell almost. Yeah, it's like she has to have these crazy Cena-like feats where it's like, the fuck? So, like, so, yeah. Um, but overall, good match. Edge versus Finn Balor. I quit match. This, it started off slow, but when this shit picked up. Man. And it. And it picked up. This was a really good I Quit match. We kind of knew what was going to happen, even though I think but it I was predicted, the lead up to it. That yeah, made the lead it up was just beautiful. Like even though I think I predicted that uh, there that one of them was probably be uh, they tried to unmask Ray, and I thought Dominic was trying to do that at one point in the match. But yeah, I think that that that's slightly gonna be a tease. I think they're gonna have the if it does happen again, Dominic is gonna be the one to do it. Yeah, I, th- I think Ray and Dominic has to have like Dominic's gonna challenge Ray to a your mask, uh, mask versus I don't know, I don't know what's. Nah, he's just gonna say that. I want your mask. That's Pretty it. Much. Yeah, we could kind of say that, but yeah, um, but yeah, overall it was good, and just the fact that like even the moment of just Beth versus Ray, and the crowd just like oh shit, and it, and it hit, even then. 
Bro, Rhea still concertoing her after Edge said I quit. <laughs> we knew yeah, it was we coming. It, anyway. it was just the it was just the fact it was just the principle of that she said fuck you and did it. <laughs> Kind of selling that concerto too, because it looked like she she got put to sleep again. Literally, so just Edge just sitting like, God damn it, and Ray just sitting like, my son. <laughs> I tried, I tried. <laughs> my son, my hat, <laughs> my son, <laughs> but my son Edge, my wife, <laughs> but my son, <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it was a really good I quit match. Then we got the fight pit, uh, Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Um, decent match. Seth Rollins had his his RVD tribute. Yeah, that which was respect. I loved it. Shout out to him. And um, but it was a decent match. It was just like I feel like they did a good job making this the main event because it was with the I quit match or even Bianca Bailey main event and then. What, what, with Bray appearing afterwards, it would have took from those matches. With this one, right. it doesn't take from it because Riddle got his win back. You got your definitive. Their, their feud is over with. You dig? Unless, uh, even though with Seth with the U.S. belt now, Riddle could be like, I want that. But, um, but you, but ending it the way you did, it was still a good match. Um, Hopefully, Riddle but tailbone is okay because that nigga literally leapt off the thing. Yeah, that's almost fucked up the bro time. And hopefully, Seth is okay, but he was able to perform in a match, so we'll see. But um, overall, like it was a good match, leading to my boy, my boy, my boy. Hey man, y'all told me. That Tony Khan was gonna have the budget to afford this man. This is what y'all told us. This is what y'all told us at Utweek and Media that Bray Wyatt was gonna be better used in in AEW because they connected with Warner. Warner probably don't even know who Bray Wyatt is. No offense. Warner had to get bought by a fucking by Discovery. It still don't make sense to me. I still don't understand how they got more how they had the more capital than Warner. But that's a different conversation. But y'all told surprised. me that he was gonna be in AEW. Ain't ain't it ain't even happened. That's it. That's checkmate, bro. Like, don't laugh. Y'all checkmate. Triple H said, "Clear that's the board. Clear the board. Clear the board." But I'll listen to that check. It's the production. You telling me that the con man? Was gonna be able to just give you that that spectacle. He can't even give you that with Alistair. He can't even do that what, with Sting. He, he, what what have we seen? The con man give us a pro, well produced entity besides a fucking musical. I I forgot about that musical to be honest. And it happened this year, by the way. I think it was this year, last year. Point being, when when did we get a when did we get this? Draymond has been fined for practice altercation. Will turn to team activities on Thursday. Ha! <laughs> but um, breaking news as we're recording. But anyway, um, 
But yeah, like, that's the thing with somebody like Bray. You need the production. It's the, pro- like, Bray ain't shit in the ring. We know this. Which is why him and AEW would have been a hot-ass mess with all them niggas who just want to do fucking moves. Bray ain't that. He's a sports entertainer at heart. And that's what he is. With that being said, this was probably a well-done, well-produced way of rebringing back for one, this just proved, like, regardless how you may feel about Bray Wyatt and Ring, that nigga is loved. That man is a star to the wrestling fans. Which, once again, proves that we, like, most fans, which I'm, I'm a Bray Wyatt guy, we don't care if that nigga can't do a fucking 450 suplex. But that nigga makes me feel. That nigga makes me be engaged. Now, once that bell rang, that's a whole different fucking story. But he makes me feel. I'm engaged to what he got going on. Between that bell and after that bell, that man gets me invested. And that's wrestling. That is sports entertainment. That is true pro wrestling. And he's been over for what? For how long now? Every time he comes back, he's over. Yep. Yep. The buzzard. The fiend. Firefly Funhouse. The white rabbit now. He's over. Like he... Somebody... People that want... Let's say you're a wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. You're a wrestler. You could do all the things a Seth Rollins could do in the ring. A Johnny Gargano could do in the ring. If you don't have... And not to say you have to go to the extremes that they go for Bray. If you don't have the character to go with that, then you you still missing a piece. Yep, you're missing that's, half the job. That's that's what separates the dudes who make the money, the box office guys, from the people who just mid carters. Shelton Separates Benjamin to me is one. Your... Shelton Benjamin to a lot of people felt. If Shelton Benjamin was around today, people would say he should be world champion 300 times by now. But Shelton Benjamin was a mid-card guy because despite how great he was in the ring, that man could not did not have a personality even after dyeing his hair gold. He did not have yep. a personality. And, I love and that was Shelton the only Benjamin. thing he was missing. Had the ring, ring talent, had the look. Vince loved the man. I can tell. He put the IC belt on him a lot during that era. Gave that man main event matches against Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Put that man in every money in the bank. I don't think he ever did an elimination chamber, which is crazy when I think about it. But he oh, gave Shelton Benjamin so every opportunity to be one of the biggest mid-carders ever. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame for that. But that man could not talk worth a damn. If, if, he, could, if he had Carmelo Hayes' personality... He would have been a four-time world champion. That man would have been that Cena would have be the face of that era. Matter of fact, yeah, that Shelton Benjamin would have had. He would have been not Cena. Cena would be if not Cena be number. It'll be well. He'll be in that conversation. Let's put it that way. He'll be in that conversation. 
Yeah, we can't deny what John Cena. It don't matter who yeah, came, who yeah, was next to John Cena. John Cena was going, was, was destined a little bit. But point being, but Shelton Benjamin would have worked there. We would have saw a Shelton Benjamin John Cena WrestleMania probably. Would have been a slap of a match too. But point in all of this is Bray Wyatt can probably wrestle a broom, but that man, he he has the fans. Seth Rollins can wrestle, but that man has the fans. Gargano may not have much of a personality, but his in-ring work makes up for it. Same, but even then, I feel like even Gargano had to learn. He had to get a personality. And it, but, but it's like, all that ring shit is only so much. But if your personality is it, look at Undertaker. I don't think Undertaker even has a five-star match. Probably not even a four-and-a-half star. If he do, it's because he was in the ring with Shawn Michaels, and that was later in his career. We love Undertaker regardless. You tell people, I'm taking, like, when you do a get rid of, and you pick Undertaker, niggas going to look at you crazy. Damn. It happened to me, because I'm not the biggest Undertaker fan, but mainly because my biggest version of Undertaker is Big Evil, because he's just beating niggas up. But niggas love Undertaker. Niggas love Bray Wyatt. Niggas love characters like that. People gravitate towards those type of people. Man can talk. He makes you believe in shit. And you go be like, damn, this man is cold. Sucks in ring, though. We, we like Regardless. But makes you feel. You're going to be invested. Man, that's all that matter. And that's what that's what his re-debut just proved. That's all it proved. So. If anybody's if anybody's catchphrase fits for them more, is Bray Wyatt. He has the well, he has the whole world in his hand. He had the world in his hands again. Yeah. And you le- literally you love to see it. You love to see it. So with that being said, Raw season premiere. We thought Bray Wyatt was going to appear, but no, he is going to be on SmackDown. I, I'm very curious on how uh, they're going to really keep him and Roman away from each other, but we will see where that goes. But thing is, and that's another thing about characters like Bray Wyatt. For the greater good, this is an example of why in this era where everybody feels like everybody needs to be champion, Bray Wyatt doesn't need a belt to prove that he is relevant. Oh. He just needs to be in meaningful feuds, and he can do that. And that's all that matter, win or lose, because he's going to be over. So, but anyway, but um, Raw, the Generation X uh, reunion slash season premiere. Um, we saw them niggas. Um, Minus Billy Gunn. Yeah, suppose they was trying to get Billy Gunn, but brother, especially with since Billy Gunn is involved with the claim and that one of the hottest acts on AEW is like. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. So it's like it is what it is. Like that man is part of one of the hottest things going on in the co- in that company. So, um, let me try to get this recap. Um, what the fuck. Uh, I think the bloodline started off raw again. Yeah, they did. I'm just trying to pull it up in a reasonable um setup so I can so we can hurry up and run through it. Cause I'm tired, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so the blood, nigga, it's not even in no order. 
please, somebody give me an order. The show in order. Okay, there we go. The bloodline pops up. Yeah, so the bloodline opened the show. Um, and, of course, Roman talked this shit. They moved on. Uh, Sammy, um, they just, Sammy and uh, Jay just continue just giving us moment at the moment at this point. It's just, hey. But, uh, but um, Matt Riddle came out, asked for a rematch, and... <laughs> I'm going to say no. Roman was like, bro, like I'm not these normal scam likely, bro. I'm scammed for sure. And no, that that's not a scam, nigga. It's, you're not getting another title shot just because we're on Raw. No, <laughs> it's like no, you're not getting one. It's so, so he said, okay, let me face one of your fam. Exactly. So they took him and say, hey, you can be set. You fight Sammy. Move on. So, um, Austin. But Thierry the funniest said, part, the funniest okay. part to that was. Jay thought he was getting back in that truck to go to leave with them. Roman was yeah. like, "No, you no. better make sure that white boy win. Make sure, make sure he win. You good? Look out for him. He, he technically he's responsible for you. I'm not responsible for you no more. He right. Is. So you be responsible for him too. Good logic. I can't be mad at it. But um, so yeah, so um. So yeah, so then Theory versus Gargano happened. This was a really good match. Um, I'm not mad at it at all. Gargano, yeah. Gargano, G, you love to see it. Um, but yeah, so good match. Um, they continue to make Theory look decent, but he's gonna lose these matches that he's proven that you're still not that guy. Um, Chad Gable versus Rey Mysterio, which ended with another uh, decent match. Yeah, Rey won, but then. Dominic comes out. <laughs> Dominic Ray and them pop up. They just continue to just mock this nigga. And, uh, I think Dominic beats him up. <laughs> made that man cry. You made that. You made, look. You made. Oh my God, G. It's like, bro, this nigga Ray's heartbroken. This nigga is heartbroken, G. It's interesting though, cause it's like it's getting to the point where Ray Ray can't beat. He he can't. He can't do it. He man don't got no heart. He ain't got no heart. He ain't, he ain't got no heart, G. That's what it is. But you ain't never whoop him when he was a kid. Just pretend he was a kid again. Exactly, like G. Whoop his little ass. Your Mexican dad. I know you did, G. It's and then Dominic hitting him hard. I'm talking. About he hitting him with 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 lariats, not clothesline, but lariats. He is. It's like and Ray just selling. It's just like, all right, bro. But anyway, so then this leads to a Judgment Day promo, um, and they just, at this point, AJ, they, a Finn tells AJ, come on out, friend. Come on, fella. You're going to join the Judgment Day. AJ's like, nah, I'm good, but I'm going to give you a hug, though. I got my good brothers my coming. Got my boys, the good brothers, they coming back. So Anderson and Gallows make their grand return to the E, and AJ got his back up. Setting us up for Judgment Day plus Rhea versus the Good Brothers, the OC, technically. We got something going here. I like it. I'm glad AJ's involved in something major. And I just like how – I like the transition. Because even though Edge is going to have to come back to get his lick back, um, I just like the involvement right now, though. So yeah. I'm all for it. I like how they're switching it up. They not. It's not too much yeah. of the same. 
Yeah, because like you already had. It definitely those... helps the judgment day a lot because they I think this is a good group. They like what they're going. They got going with this group, and I think that I heard that they did say that they do have some other like bigger plans for Finnegan mm-hmm. while he's doing this. So it's you got to find ways to keep it fresh, but also keep the the guys that they're feuding with. You know, keep them um keep them engaged. Yeah. So like, and you got AJ involved in something major because Judgment Day is arguably. After the bloodline, the biggest, the most major faction. So yeah, like so because they they they're involved, they're main eventing. So it's just you're doing a good job, and AJ's gonna be in that spotlight, so niggas can shut the fuck up. Um, so yeah, so then um, Kansas Ray and Bailey had their match, which was a decent match. I have nothing to say. Bay uh Bianca got her ass kicked afterwards, and pretty much teasing that they're probably gonna get a rematch at. Uh, blood money. So, um, Miz's birthday. <laughs> Go ahead. Another funny ass segment. Go ahead. So Maurice threw Miz a little birthday bash, and she revealed the uh, she had two big red balls with the Miz's face on it. Uh, what happened? I kind of missed what happened in between this and Dexter Loomis popping up, but basically Dexter Loomis pops up. And he chokes the Miz out again. Don't say a word. Then he uh he menacingly looked at Maurice and scared her out the ring. And he said, It's a nice cake you got right there. Well, give me a piece. Get him a piece of cake. Then he proceeded to pop the Miz's red balls. Pause. I swear, so next time week- I put this in the group chat, by the way, I was like, this nigga, like, bro, what? Off that man's balls. Exactly Sick what happened. Sick shit. But basically, it's setting it up for next week. So the Miz and Dexter Loomis are gonna have a one-on-one match. If the Miz wins, Dexter Loomis is banished from the E. If Dexter Loomis wins, he gets a contract and he gets to stay on Raw and further terrorize this man. Translation: Dexter Loomis is winning. <laughs> Dexter Loomis is winning. He gets to go choke that man out and rub his head and walk off. Yep. So then we get the lead up to Brock, I mean Bobby Lashley versus Seth. Where we get the grand return of who the fuck else? Brock Lesnar. Cause you know what's coming up? That money. The blood money. That blood money is coming. And you know what? Who cares? Cause Brock is on my TV. But unfortunately, he made Bobby Lashley just do this. Jump that nigga. (laughs) We getting I think this is this heel Brock now because Bobby's like a definite face. So this this heel. I'm I'm not I'm not saying a word no more. I'm just gonna I'm gonna whoop ass and break arms. (laughs) Pretty much, he beat the shit out of Bobby. F5 that man twice, then put him in a Kimura and tried to break his arm. Damn near did. Damn near did. Damn near hurt. Bro, and then when Seth came out, Seth came out like he was cashing in money in the bank. I swear, I said, come on out. Come out. <laughs> Fight me. It's <laughs> just like. It like oh, just, that man a coward. He said, that man, you ain't do shit for this country. You ain't no soldier. <laughs> like, it, did, it was just like, bro, you can't say that to any any former soldier or former soldier, whatever, whatever part of the military they was part of, that's like an automatic. We're fighting. 
if I have my guns, I'm probably shooting you. <laughs> type of threat. Like, you just don't say that. To, you just don't. But uh, Bobby said, forget it. I'm about to go in there. I'm going to defend my honor. And she did. It was like a quick, it was a quick match. It was set up perfectly for, like, Bobby to lose. You gave him, you Floyd was able to separate the belt off him. And at the same time, you don't need, for a Bobby versus Brock match, you don't need the belt. Clearly. Don't need the U.S. belt. You don't need the U.S. belt involved. Brock and don't fight for mid cards. Exactly. He, he fights you because he chose you. And he chose Bobby. He legit outright chose Bobby. So, Seth wins after literally doing everything he could, and Bobby's still looking strong. It took all of Seth's signatures and finishers to uh pretty much beat the man. So, for one, you built, you, you built Bobby up in a sense of where it's like Seth, even though he's injured, had to throw his best moves, all his best moves, to win. Yep. And Bobby was also barely alive. So, and he still almost he still was kicking out. So, but overall, you got I'm your like, two top. I would say your top face and your top heel on Raw. You both got them a title run in somewhere while the world titles, while the world occupied. titles are uh, are occupied. Yeah. So even though I think Seth is just gonna hold it for a little bit, like not long, like not I think he probably either drop it back to Bobby afterwards, or he probably drop it to Riddle. Yeah, it's maybe the Riddle. Or just somebody else down the line, just to, or maybe even Kevin Owens. Never know. Like I would like that, but um, and also this makes Seth a two-time Grand Slam champion, joining Miz at part of that very very elite company. So happy, love to see it for Seth. So um, but overall, like for the time being, it will lead to some great Seth matches, like on a nightly basis. We are for sure getting Seth versus Johnny Gargano, G. Ooh, that's going to be fire. That's going to be heat. Bro. Bro. And this is... Hold on. Where where is it? Hold on. Oh, Elias is coming back next week, too. Oh, yeah, that, too. But hold on. Where where, where is that sound bite? Hold on. Triple H. When he when he books Gargano when he books Gargano versus Seth on a random Monday night ride. That's it. That's checkmate, bro. Like, don't laugh. That's gonna be a takeover style match. Give them Nick. Look, that's gonna get them the main event. Thirty minutes, nigga. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's all you need. Meanwhile, y'all gonna be. Mad when y'all gonna be telling me about some random goofy that Chris Jericho is fighting for the ROH title that we don't give a fuck about. And the title is retired, as far as I'm concerned. It is, but even though I'm all for him beating uh Tony Khan, bringing all former ROH champions to the uh to the company just so he can Jericho can beat them, but um, but yeah, all I'm gonna say is, gee, that man, look, we're gonna get some quality matches, but. We're finally getting Big Bob versus Big Brock. No homo. In the definitive match. Because this, this is their second time one-on-one, right? Yes. Okay. So and this is the definitive. And Brock, and Brock is like, hold on, wait a goddamn second. That nigga beat me. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. 
I'm fuck him up. <laughs> He's like Brock's in there like okay. Roman Thought I forgot Bobby. He he like, okay, well Roman is whatever. I'm I'm done with that. You win some, you lose some. But that nigga Oh no. <laughs> oh no. He, he he was on that nigga bumper. He was on that nigga bumper. Hey, I can't be I'm gonna go on a limb early and I'm gonna say Brock wins this wins the second encounter and they get a third one somewhere down the line. I won't be mad at it. Like I won't be mad at it or even I would not be su- surprised if they give us a submission if that third match happens and it end up being a submission match. Either a submission match or they throw them in a fight pit. Why not? Fight pit for work too. Or why not? Just throw them in a fight pit. Why not? Fuck it. Or or just some or a MMA style match, like why not? Because I know Bobby wants it more along. It's more gonna be more along lines. Does Brock want it? Right. If Brock is cool, look, Brock just ain't gonna work with anybody. So, especially one on one. So, so yeah. So I'm all for it. Um, but overall, wrestling's been solid. Like Triple H era is is, is beautiful. You get like we're getting. Good matches. It, it just everything feels refreshed. You know that's just what it is. Like yeah, mm. we're seeing redebuts or debuts, like almost on a weekly basis now. But everything like as things as we slowly just move away from a lot of this like the leftover event shit, things start feeling good. It's just it's it feels more fresh, you know. So it's just and I, I love to see it. Like it's just it's a good refreshing feeling. Um, and just, and not to just, I'm gonna also say AEW's trying to, like, despite all the shenanigans that they had going on, I'm gonna say this, AEW's putting on a respectable, a respectable product, it's still some, a lot of cringe, but the high, like, they're taking advantage of the highs really well, like, the acclaim, love it, um, even though, like, some people may not like the Jericho shit, I'm enjoying it because just the fact that even though the sports entertainment shit is a little it's corny now, especially after like Triple H is involved and they're allowed to say wrestling now, um, just Jericho just being the ROH champ and saying he's about to literally d- destroy all of their all of their former champions uh, one by one is hilarious and I'm all for it. You that know right what now. that directly reminds me of? What? And Jericho might be a genius for actually pulling this off. So this is reminiscent of early 2000s Triple H. Where he basically was beating all of WCW's former world champions, bro. Gee, he beat nah, Scott Steiner. Right. He beat Kevin Nash. He beat Booker T. The infamous Booker T feud. He beat uh, was another person. He eventually killed Ric Flair. Yeah, <laughs> like that, I was. I've recently because I I think I was. I've been, I said, uh, I just recently been watched some promos of, of, yeah. from that too. Yeah, and I was I recently now because now last night I was I was saying let me go to sleep watching just Survivor Series. I woke up to him fight at Triple H versus Ric Flair, so it's just like <laughs> he he's just trying to kill him. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you eventually yeah, got it's to, reminiscent of that. But yeah, so he pretty yeah, like it turned and it was the end times WCW at that. So it's just like, yeah. and then he eventually got the sting. <laughs> <laughs> he eventually got to stay. He's like, hey, he, <laughs> he beat. He only beat Goldberg once, right? I think he did. 
if he did. Like, I don't think so. Hold I on. know he beat him for the belt in the Elimination Chamber 2003 at SummerSlam. D- but that don't count one-on-one because D- he had help. H ever beat Goldberg? Triple H never defeated Goldberg in one-on-one competition. However, the game belongs in this category primarily for his victory inside the lim- it was Elimination Chamber. Yep. So, yeah, so he never beat Goldberg one-on-one, but it was like he technically beat Goldberg. <laughs> and I don't think he beat Chris Benoit one-on-one either, but that, that's we, been erased from history anyway. <laughs> you can watch it, but in terms of history, it don't, we can't acknowledge it. So. We don't know who this man is. <laughs> it's a murder. He's a ghost. <laughs> Oh, before that, let's wrap up with my where I'm currently at on WCW. So, slowly but surely, I'll get into Bret Hart meets Goldberg's foot. <laughs> so right now, uh, Bret Hart is the World Heavyweight Champion. Um, it's November, so I'm a month away from Starcade, where it's him versus Goldberg. But <clears throat> um, the pre the previous pay per view was Mayhem. That's unfortunate. After a horrible video game. Um. Stuff that's going on. So, like, the Outsiders is back, mainly Nash and Hall. They're back. Um, they are tech. They were feuding with Sid Vicious and Goldberg at the same time, which is crazy. In the process of this, Goldberg was feuding with Sid Vicious. At the pay-per-view, they had an I Quit match. Goldberg won, but Sid Vicious never said I Quit. He just passed out. So, that following... Monday Night Nitro, Jeff, I mean, uh, Bret Hart won the belt against Chris Benoit in a, in a, because they vacated the World Heavyweight title. Bret Hart mm. won because he beat Chris Benoit at that pay per view. But uh, in, in the sem- this was the sem- the semifinals for that pay per view. Did he Bret finish Hart- him with the sharpshooter? Yes. Um, you know what Bret- that reminds me of? What? Remember in the Malcolm in the Middle? Uh. Malcolm in the Middle oh, intro where they yeah. that's got to be that cook probably probably is but they also had a couple of matches beforehand too so but um but yeah so it was Benoit versus Jeff Jarrett Benoit won and then Sting versus um Bret Hart where uh Bret Hart technically beat Sting twice because Jeff Jarrett I mean Lex Luger came out and interfered. Which led to uh, him getting Sting in the squad fight, but Bret Hart was like, "No, nah, I don't want to win this way, being a fucking goody two shoes," and uh, and still end up beating Sting regardless. Um, so then that led to uh, so then Bret Hart versus Chris Benoit was for the heavyweight title, and Bret Hart ended up winning. So then that following night, Jeff Jarrett popped up and pretty much guitared that nigga Bret Hart. Um, it was supposed and then. Bret Hart and Goldberg was supposed to tag team to fight Jeff Jarrett and somebody else, I believe. But Goldberg wanted to fight the Outsiders because they're just talking crazy. So, I mean, he's just fed up. So Goldberg said, matter of fact, I'm going to get me a partner. I'm going to fight you two at the end of the night. He told, he told Bret Hart, you go ahead and take care of Jeff Jarrett. Fuck that nigga, you know. Um... Goldberg's partner ends up being Sid Vicious. And Why? Exactly. They're like, nigga, y'all just tried to brutalize each other. We got to remember, this is the era where it was just like, oh, man, we wasn't expecting this. So, 
That was damn near the same thing as the Ric Flair Hulk Hogan situation. Exactly. It was just like, why? Like, y'all niggas just murdered each other a, week, a day ago. But it's whatever. It's good not to see Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair on the TV screen. Um, other shit that's going on. So the Filthy Animals is just prominent. Like, they're, they're like a very prominent aspect of the show. Um, I think Rey Mysterio's hurt, but the main storyline they're in, they're going against the Revolution, which is Perry Saturday, Malenko, uh, a big school woman named Asia, and uh, the franchise uh, Shane, what's his name? Shane. Shane Douglas? Shane Douglas, there we go. Shane Douglas. So, and Rey Mysterio's hurt. Conan and Kidman just lost the tag titles because Eddie's on some fuck shit, uh, flirting with Tori Wilson. And Billy Kim is with Tori Wilson, so they lost the tag titles because of it, because Eddie's on some fuck shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, but the, they literally, they're very prominent on the show. Vince Russo is playing a character named, uh, pretty much Creative Control or something like that, I forgot. Uh, something like that, Man in Charge, it was something along that line. Um, but it's, Vince Russo's not on screen, but you hear his voice. Like, people go to the locker room trying to negotiate matches with him and shit like that. So, yeah. Um, so they didn't know it was him just yet? They know it's him because people walking into the locker room, into his locker room, he's talking to them. He's just not on screen. His voice, but he's not on screen. So, yeah. Like, he had a funny segment, though, where, uh, I guess, um... Hacksaw Jim Duggan is like I guess Hacksaw did something to piss him off, so he Hacksaw works with uh he does random shit for Russo, and I guess this week he was a janitor, and I guess a uh, Russo uh, Hacksaw did something to piss him off and told him clean the toilet with this here toothbrush, and told that big I was eating prunes all week so get to cleaning. Sick fuck. If I was Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I would have took that big ass two by four I've been carrying around my whole career. Went upside his head. Yeah, I know. But uh, what what he ends up doing is because uh, for some reason Vince Russo's character left his own personal toothbrush in the bathroom and told that nigga. And Hacksaw was like, "Hold on, wait a second. And cleaned the toilet with that with that toothbrush, being an asshole. So yeah, um, Booker T is uh, in his solo run. Um, they kind him and Jeff Jarrett's kind of starting to have a thing. Um, Jeff Jarrett is also uh, uh, Russo's guy, pretty much if that makes sense. Um, mm. So it's like, so like, since uh, so Russo and Jarrett have these goons, they're called Creative Control. They're just two big white bald guys. So yeah. Um, take that for what you will. But um, Booker T's pretty much doing his thing solo because I guess Stevie Ray's hurt again. Um, and then, yeah, it's just other shit going on. Like, it's, yeah. But I would say I've been entertained, though. It's entertaining. Sting is just doing shit. Luger's just being a creep. Yeah. But I'm glad to see not Hulk Hogan on my TV show. Oh yeah, but let's go. When was his last? Uh, when was his last go around with with WCW before they took him off air? Um, I think he'll probably be coming back soon. 
I think he has to be coming back soon because I'm at November. So that means Hogan has to be coming back because you got to remember Bash at the Beach is, what was that, middle of May? Or something like that when the notorious legit change and fall of WCW happened. Mm-hmm. So um, he probably comes back so- Excuse me, soon. He has to be coming back. It's probably at the top of the year. Top of 2000. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so he's probably going to come back at the top of 2000. But one thing I will say, I miss Scott Steiner. I guess Scott Steiner must be injured or something because so, he hasn't been on team. I haven't seen him in a while. So he he's probably going to be making his return real soon, too. But um, This is uh, this is. Big Papa Pump Steiner at this point, yeah, right? Yeah, he's he's well established, but I think he's injured right now because he hasn't been around in a while. So, and this he already done turned on his brother and everything. Yeah, and yeah, so like that's why okay. I said this is like he's well established into the character now. Awesome. So, but yeah, overall, like it's entertaining, very entertaining, and I just can't wait to stop seeing three hour episodes because I'm like, even still, y'all niggas getting three hours. That was a crime. But yeah, but that's it. Let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. We gave you guys three hours of content. I'm exhausted. Very much. I've done back to, I've done five hours worth of podcasting these past two days. You guys better be fucking grateful. I'm just being real. I hate to sound that way, but you you guys better be grateful, G, for the content we're giving you guys. Because I know we've been inconsistent, and I do apologize. But trying to squeeze in the time between work and other things, like, look, I want to live my life, and it's allowed me to enjoy the times that we can do it. And when we are going to get consistent again, we will. Don't worry. Ooh, we, the content going to be beautiful. But thanks for listening. If you watch us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Hit that share button. Let your people know you rock with you tweaking media. You rock with threes from the ring. You rock with black otakus. Um, follow us on Twitter at three s from the ring. If you are listening, just to all three hours of this, we appreciate you, dead ass. Subscribe to whatever uh, whatever uh, pop, where you listen to your podcast, whether it's Apple Pod, Google Pod, SoundCloud, whatever, Spotify. We appreciate you. Subscribe, share, tell people you rock with us. Let, let people know you're a day one fan. So when that Patreon drop, I, I don't feel too bad when, I, when I'm throwing y'all a dub just to, for exclusive things. Because I have great ideas for the Patreon. You guys think we're cool? Look, man. PlayStation parties. You get to hear how we talk to each other before we hit the record button. The actual record. Stuff like that. Trust me. It's going to be worth it. But... We appreciate it. Have a good day, good night, good week, good day, whatever it is. We appreciate it. Peace. Peace. Ooh, we.